it's an i7. And we're live. Three, two, one. And we're live. And we're live. Hello. Well, not finally, live, but we're we're, we're, we're pre-recording. Here, well, <laughs> shut up. We're, we're still <laughs> testing. We're hot. We're here. We're here. Episode three of Between the Lines. Uh, go through a little introduction. Y'all know me. I'm Mike Clayton, Central Pennsylvania's local conservative. Got Morgan. Central and Pennsylvania's central centrist. Central centrist. And the new guy. Uh, supposed to be here from the beginning, but work comes first. So finally, without further ado, our third member. Go uh, ahead and introduce yourself. Jesse Garrison, Central PA, uh, Jack of all trades. There you go. So uh, it's been an interesting week uh, since the last time we talked. Got a lot of um, good feedback from the, uh, from the podcast. Um, some pretty good suggestions. Um, I want to, I guess we can start with, we got it. We got, uh, we got some donations. So awesome. I'd like to, I'd like to throw, um, a shout out to Carolyn Clayton and Bill Santo for, uh, donating to the podcast. Uh, we really appreciate it. Um, that's going to help us get started. Um, they, they gave us some really good, uh, some really good feedback. They like what we're doing. That's so, awesome. Um, shout out to them and a big thanks for, for the contribution. Great. Um, Anything that'll help us, uh, yeah. do the podcast yeah. in a, in a shorter time. Yep. Than it took if to only they up. could see how many bandages are on the cords. <laughs> we've, it's literally, yeah, we really, we really square peg round hole duct tape uh, and this podcast just together. pockets full of duct tape and dreams. <laughs> yep. The whole thing is held together by dreams and unicorns. Um, so we we talked a little bit last week just to cover what we were talking about. We got uh, we talked about Bob Frank's gun ban. Uh, we talked about how SpongeBob is now racist, and we went over the legitimacy of the Madden curse. Um, so this week, I just wanted to throw out there uh, a real quick update because Bob Frank really entertains me. Uh, so so um, Bob Bob. Uh, Bob walked back the uh, the AR-15 statements. Um, oh, has he now? Yeah, they're no longer going to confiscate the AR-15s, uh, according to him. They, I think, I think he 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 got uh, the pressure. Uh, his newest comment was is that if you want to keep your AR-15, that you should keep it at a hunting club or or locked in a uh, locked in a gun club or, or something at a like gun that. range or at a yeah. gun range or something like that which is still an then do you really own your gun exactly at that point coming coming from jesse that that's you know let's let's i think before we even get started on anything political me and scott went through our introductions and stuff like that uh i just want to clear up you know in case you want to describe yourself i described you as a progressive liberal i don't know if that that neatly defines you i I, I wouldn't say that i sit i wouldn't say that i'm like you know your textbook uh liberal um i I would say i'm progressive for sure i i think i can agree with that you've you've thrown zero milkshakes at me uh, (laughs) well i don't have a milk i have a bottle of water have you hit anybody with a bike chain recently um no (laughs) no so i I would say that you you don't qualify for today right out of that category so i mean like I, i definitely don't sit on the far left i i do sit Left leaning, yeah, but sure. I think that the people that are right leaning have just as much right to to believe in what they do as the people that sit on the left, and I and I do think that there is a middle ground where where both can overlap and not step on each other's toes. 
I think that's a great place to be. I, and I'm, I'm the same way. I, I do consider myself conservative. I'm on the right. Um, but I don't think I'm, I'm, I'm to the right of Richard Spencer or I would, Alex cause, Jones. Because if you were, <laughs> yeah, that, there, if you were, I would not be sitting here. Yeah, exactly. And, so, I, I, mean, and I think that's. Oh no! Are you putting chemtrails in the water to turn I, the frogs gay? They're putting yeah. chemicals in they're, the water. They're putting chemicals in the water, and they're turning frogs into into I mean, female and, and frogs. You're not, and, you're, and you know, you're not sitting here saying that Sandy Hook was was you know, Sandy Hook never happened. Crisis actors. The kids those, were those crisis actors. No. Those, those children are actually midgets. They're not real. <laughs> they're not really children. Uh, they're tiny human beings, and they're paid uh, actors. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Careful. I, Careful, I, you can't say that. That was, was disturbingly accurate. <laughs> it, it, that guy. I'm a big fan I, of Alex funny. Jones, but for all the wrong it's funny. reasons. Yeah. Well, I, he, despite all of his antics, he's, he's actually a really intelligent guy, and, and I like Well, him. I think his antics are antics. They, they They're are. They're not. But, it's like, more of a lampooning of that, but, I mean, he just maybe takes it a little too far. He, that, sometimes, he, he, sometimes. A little over the top. It's it's all the time. It's, it's Jumping uh, all the sharks. It's 100 miles per hour or nothing with yeah. Alex Jones. <laughs> They're lying to you, man. <laughs> okay. All right. So, uh, yeah, at any rate, I just wanted to clear that because I, I describe you as a, as a progressive liberal, and I really don't think that that, I, I really don't think that it's, does you I, justice. I mean, it's... I think it's fair. That's the way you lean... Uh, but I don't. I don't think that you're. Well, given the connotation uh, of progressivism, use just using the word suggests a lot of things. Yes, that it does. It the just by the meaning of it might be accurate, but everything that's rolled into it today. Yeah, you're, you're a progressive, but you're not a leftist. Correct. Sure. You, you know, so. Um, I'm, I'm not. If I'm, I'm not, not progress for the sake of progress. Exactly. And if I'm not, if I'm not to the right of Richard Richard Spencer, I would say you're not to the left of Alexander Ocasio Cortez. Oh my. So, yeah. So at any rate, that's that's where we're at. We're all three of us are pretty much in the in the in the middle. Um, as as I, I consider myself a conservative, but then again, I also agree with a lot of social. Uh, you know, I'm I'm socially liberal in in a lot of aspects, um, and, and I think. I think uh, all of us would agree that I'm I, all of us really I'm not a Republican like you're not a Democrat. Um, I'm I'm not an independent. I consider myself, for lack of any other term, a libertarian. Maybe um, I believe yeah. in the Constitution. And, and I think constitutionalist. That that's, yeah, I'm, I'm really baseline Constitution where, um, you know, if it's in the Constitution, then great. We have a rule for it. If it's not in the Constitution, then. You know, we can talk about it. We can it. talk about it. But if it's a, if it directly contradicts the Constitution, then I think we there may be a problem. There, there's a problem, which where which is where I'm at, Jesse. You're, if I'm not mistaken, I I don't know your your entire origin story, um, but I'm pretty sure you're you're from West Virginia. I am from Southern West Virginia. Yep. So so you're you're not a you're not a California liberal by any no. stretch of the imagination. And, and it's funny because until this past election, West Virginia was historically a blue state. Yeah. And you know, that's a lot, interesting. A lot of it came from yeah. well, it's because you know, a lot of people in West Virginia do have a lot of like socialist type views, and I'm not socialist, but like the the economy there and the education, everything down there is so bad. Yeah. It's West Virginia is in, in a hard in a hard spot. It is. I think they're like. 49th in education, oh, they've 48th gotten, in economy. They've gotten somewhat better uh, since coal. Coal's starting to come back, but it's it's, it's not the problem with coal. That's not their savior. It is not going to be their savior. It never has been. Even growing up there, even when I was young, I I could see that this is not going to last forever because 
it's a fossil fuel. It's a fossil fuel, and it's and, and it's finite. And, yeah, it'll run out. And whether you like AOC or not, the idea of a green new deal of, of getting us towards clean energy, it's it's oh. important. Not it's not even a partisan issue. It's a human issue. Like I. I, I since since we're talking about that, this is a great transition into the climate change. We can keep we can keep just right. going and, and down this kind, road. That's kind, of, kind of why I went this yeah, way because yeah. I knew it was one of the topics we wanted to hear. Because like, if you keep the energy clean, you're you're going to create new jobs. I understand that there's going to be new training, yeah, and and stuff that people have to go through so, to learn how to to manage these positions that are coming available. I I I can I can, I can agree to a point that we need to we need to start doing something. But there's there's even new studies out there, especially with petroleum. Uh, where they're starting to say that maybe petroleum is not a finite thing, um, that, that maybe petroleum uh, is something, it's not necessarily compressed uh, organic matter like they thought. Maybe this is, the, yeah, they're, they're starting to think that maybe it's something. Trees swampland that yeah, got trapped under the desert. They're starting whatever. to think that it's a naturally occur, occurring substance um, okay. so that it may be replenishable. I'm not saying anything about the, the what it does you know the 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 after effects of right, it. right. but if I'm you're thinking just it. about yeah if you're thinking about the <clears throat> finiteness of it and things like that i understand that there's problems with you know what what the combustion of petroleum produces the carbon emissions and things like right. that mm-hmm. so so that you know all that argument aside um i guess the point i'm trying to make is the biggest thing that they were pounding into our heads on earth day um, yeah. back in the day was that oh well we got to get off these fossil fuels because at some point they're going to run out yeah we need to find something else to use because once once we run out of petroleum products gasoline care you and know, by whatever. the timetable that they gave back back in those days when we were when we were in school uh we we, we te- should, we should have already been yeah. out of oil by now mm-hmm. so uh, that's why scientists are starting to question that because they're thinking well yeah where's it coming you know from? why why have we not run out considering the rate at which we use it i mean how many hundreds of thousands of vehicles drive how many hours every single day just in this country and you know oh well, then you got to think about all the gym bobs out there driving the monster truck oh, just, yeah. yeah absolutely <laughs> yep. and mac trucks they're not very efficient and, and they not, use diesel and, and, and you know i have no problem with the truck but like if you're just using it for purely travel yeah oh yeah i think it's and a I, waste of I, resources yeah. i i'm see now a, a daily driver I, should not be a 15 mile that, to the gallon is that is that endeavor. my going back to the libertarian in me and the constitutionalist in me is that <clears throat> Is that something? Should we regulate the the cars that people are allowed to buy? You know, are we? Uh, should, should yeah, that's, we, where, that's where you get into that gray area. Yeah, I don't. You're infringing on someone's right to choose what choose what they drive every day, and and we do that with other things, though. You're right. We do. We do that. You're not allowed to buy incandescent bulbs anymore, so you don't have the right to buy whatever light bulb you want anymore. Well, is it? Are they? Is it that you're not allowed to buy them, or they're not allowed to be manufactured? You're not allowed Where's, to be manufactured. Yeah, you were allowed to purchase the ones that were already on the market, but they're right. not allowed to manufacture new ones. So, is is that that that's a fine line? Is it really the same thing? I mean, you're not allowed to buy them, but they didn't they didn't they they're didn't outlaw. Yeah, they're not saying you, you just can't, can't buy them. Make you're new just ones. not allowed to make they're, them. They're isn't just, that the same? They thing? will run out. Yeah, isn't and that you the won't same be thing? able? To, yeah, it's just a matter of where you're attacking it. So, so I mean, I get that part of it, but. The other, the other thing is what what I don't like um, about the Green New Deal is the radical. Um, just what do you like about it? Can we? Is that that's probably a much shorter list. I'll tell you oh, that is a much shorter list. <laughs> but I will tell you what I do like about it is I like the ambition of it. I like I like the fact that that 
they're acknowledging that we do need i mean the path to hell yeah, is paved need... with good intentions <laughs> exactly it is. exactly but i do like the intention of it i like i like that we're trying to steer us in the right direction i just i really don't think that that that's the way to get us there um i think it's going to be way too expensive um and I, I don't think that we can handle something like the Green New Deal. Now, well, do I think I mean, a lot of it's just unreasonable. You correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that AOC said that 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 the Green New Deal has been like her biggest political gaffe so far. Not not because the idea is bad, but the execution. The execution was horrible, and to her credit, I hate giving her any kind of credit, man. She <laughs> she just bugs me so much. But to her credit. Because of who she is and because of of her membership in the squad, she's not given a fair shake on, on a lot of issues. But how much of that is her own doing? Yeah. She's, when you she's when you come herself out, into a corner. Yeah, when you when you come out as so far on one side, it makes it difficult to and work your way back. Demonizing everybody that doesn't agree with you is not going to get you any further. Yeah, she's she's know. become her own straw man. I mean, everything that she's saying is so so ridiculously extreme and therefore unpopular because you know the farther you go in one direction the fewer people are actually going to support that and that includes the people on your side yeah yeah yeah. absolutely and she's she's been she has been she's had an issue with being accepted by the democratic party um she's accepted by the uh the militant wing so to speak for lack of a better term the militant wing of the democratic party is is happy to have her uh, because but they she's, aren't a, even... she's a starlet. Well, I mean, but think, think about it. You, you come into any new that. job, it's good to bring, for Fresh lack of, ideas. it's it's good for lack of a better term, it's good to bring big dick energy. Yeah, but <laughs> I feel you like can't just you can't team. just start a new job and then just basically feel like you're coming in and you're going to make all the changes. That's not how it works. Yeah, you you have to be there. You have to. And she has this. The biggest thing that that bothers me is she has this eighth grade class president arrogance about her that you know she, she she's just, a little overconfident she she has all the deals she has all the right ideas her generation is right nobody else can can possibly not willing have, to listen to anybody yeah. no in in fact i mean she's even said that like you you she it doesn't matter if we lose the elections as long as we get what we want and and, and that's a good attitude to have but it's in the wrong it's context what? I guess it's a good attitude to have, but one sort of precludes the other, doesn't it? Yeah, I wouldn't even say it's a good attitude. Well, I, I mean, I it, would say it, yes, if you get if you if you achieve your goals, it doesn't really matter who's sitting in the chair. But how are you going to do that if but, you're not if one of your people's not sitting in the chair? Well, how does that even and, work? And if you are getting your goals, who are you? It could, excluding it, yes that's tr- yeah that's yes. another like who are you stepping on to to make it to your goals i think yeah. what got me um what I, what i where i think most americans were lost on the new green deal among i mean there's a lot of reasons why most americans were lost on the new green deal but i think it was the, the cow farts yeah when, absolutely you know <laughs> okay every- i'd like to point out that most of cows gas it's through belching. It's yes. not through farting. Yes. So. Well, one way or the other, it's cows. Yeah. We've got to get rid of the cows. And how else are you going to solve the problem except for to eat the cows? Like, what is the solution board. to just let all the cows die? <laughs> Nobody's taking my steak. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I love I love me a steak. I love hamburgers. 
Um, and I love beef in general. You're not going to take that away from me. Well, they can grow it in labs now. I don't. I don't trust that. that <laughs> I I want an old With, fashioned. Within cow. the yeah. next ten years, we may have lab grown meat in in <laughs> to feed in the conspiracy. We probably already can stab it, slice it, sear it, put it. Well, on that's the plate. fair. That's, that's yeah. what I want. But <clears throat> I think that's where a lot of uh, Americans were lost because they. She 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 says this cow fart stuff to be funny, and I think that nobody took her serious because simply because of that just that one part. The whole plan is a horrible plan, uh, in my opinion. I know there's a lot of people out there that like it. The whole plan is a horrible plan. You, she wants to retrofit every building in the United States. So you're not you're, realistic. So you're telling me you want to tear down or the Empire practical. State Building. And and retrofit the Empire State Building. It's it, not going to happen. Yes, it's not. Yeah. It's not cost effective. It's not cost effective, no. and you're going to cause how many more problems trying to do that? Because there's so much labor involved in exactly. that transporting materials. Well, let's let's how think about how much are you actually? What, what year was that defeat? building made? In the fifties. Okay, let's think about all of the hazard, hazardous hazardous materials, materials. Yeah. that are in that building. And that, that you're going to that you're going yeah. to expose these. How many problems are how many you carbon causing? emissions are you putting in the air with the demolition of that building? Oh, absolutely. You, you know, it, is it it would be worse than previous buildings. That it's a large building, exactly. but that's one building. Not only that, but Jesse and I were talking about this in the car on the way over here. It took them fifteen years to build the Freedom Tower. A year, a year yeah, for the, they, the Empire it, State Building. The Empire State Building was built in a year. The, the, it, is a, it is a testament to American ingenuity, engineering, and work ethic. And a lack of OSHA. <laughs> well, <laughs> there's, there is that. <laughs> <laughs> but, but my point is, is that it took us 15 years to build that. So how realistically, at the, at the snail's pace that government runs, how long is it going to take to replace every building in the United States? Would never happen in our lifetime. Not in not in our lifetime. Not in our kids' lifetime, and probably not in our grandchildren's lifetime. I mean, realistically. And then you're talking. You got to get rid of all the subway systems. Well, and replace them with what? Replace them with what? Exactly. Electric tube trains. I, I would assume maglev. maglev. I would assume maglev, but that's still, that's so expensive. How many yep. and how many? Think about the materials you need, and the rare how, earth metals, yeah, and think just to make long, something that, like that work. How much more pollution are you causing just getting those materials? It, yeah, and how long would it take for it to pay for itself? Yeah. Oh, pay for itself. Yeah, will a it last century. As long. A long time. Will no, it last probably as long not. As as the as the the after, tubes that we have after, now after maintenance yeah. and worker salary. Exactly. So I think that's where yeah. I'm all for finding a solution, um, and I'm all for. I mean, there's there's been amazing break breakthroughs in battery technology for oh, cars. Absolutely. And and like I, Teslas, they're going yeah. they're going over 300 miles on a charge on a charge now. You you show me show me uh, my, show me my mother in law. She has a Fiat now. She doesn't have a 300 mile range. It's probably I would say 175, which yeah. for her is great because great. she only gets to work and back. And if yeah. she has to go any further, she either asks if she can use my car or she'll rent a car. And I think in, in this clean energy ambition that we have, there has, there has to be certain concessions made. You have to understand mm-hmm. we've been on – it's not something you can quit cold turkey. It cannot happen. Nope. It's not sustainable. You have to – it's a gradual thing. It's not going to – like we didn't just – we didn't get to this point right. overnight. Right. It yeah. wasn't one day everybody has cars. It was a, a yeah. long, built-up process. And not only yeah. that, but it, what you'd be talking about is replacing everything with technology that we have today, mm-hmm. whereas if we just let it 
happen gradually the technology will get better over time so what we're replacing everything with becomes better and everything that we have out technically is now obsolete like as technology is released it is obsolete yep Yep. whenever the new thing comes out the old thing is is gone and then by the time you get that installed there's something else out there and then that's That's better we're all in technology we all know how that works by the time you install a computer for somebody it's already it's already obsolete it's already you know i've been doing it for seven years now and it's vastly Mm -hmm. different today than it was seven years oh my god it's like a different world Mm -hmm. Uh, everything everything is cloud-based now like everything like oh yeah even even exchange when we were in school we were discussing like is is cloud-based technology the way to go is now it it is now of course absolutely yeah well given that well part of that has to do so everything's in the cloud now and part of the reason we can achieve that is new standards with cabling so Mm -hmm. you can you've got 10 gig um ethernet now yeah, where six. everything that you do it, it's like you're sitting at the server anyway every, every you don't install software yeah you don't install software anymore no you well, log into a website when, when i was working as a yeah. consultant uh you know we, we'd sell backup solutions that had the option to virtualize their server in the cloud and yep. like, i would really push that on like these insurance agencies yeah it's like you know heaven forbid a god an act of god your building burns down you can still mm-hmm. function. See, now, you're not mm-hmm. losing anything. I'm still on the other. I'm still on the other side of the coin, though. I, I still myself. Um, I really want that physical server. I really want that there because, to your point, if your building burns down, and and you have no internet connection, you can't recover that server. Whereas if you if you have a physical backup and, and that you can you can take something well that you can, yeah the golden rule is two backups two backups well and, and some of the three, some of the limitations of the past were like if you had a backup you had to restore it to identical hardware yeah that's no longer the case that's no longer the case with universal restore software from Acronis and other things like that right there's just yeah so but, I think we're in a better place now than we ever were and I think that's exactly to that point that's where. That's where car technology is going to mm-hmm. go. That's where that's where you know already, um, like uh, my uncle, um, he he touts all the time. Shout out to Brian Clayton. Um, he talks all the time about replacing the LED bulbs in in his in his house to save the amount of electricity that he's saving. Oh, LEDs right. are just so- going to LEDs. It mm-hmm. was it was amazing. Oh yeah. So you got. I should think do the same. I have three kids who don't know how to I turn really off. I really like the incandescent bulbs. I liked those because of the amount of light that they put out. LEDs. It's, it's, a, it's a it's a really warm. LEDs light. are getting it's, better. It's though. a warm light. LEDs are are getting there. Yeah. And LEDs are starting. I mean, they're brighter for one. They're bright. Absolutely. Yeah. They use well. It, so much less of the energy gets converted into heat. That's yeah. what it really is. Yep. The incandescent bulb gives off heat, yep. and so it can't turn as much of the electricity into light. Into light. Yep. And LED, it's all light, practically no heat yeah. whatsoever. So so I mean that's that's a really good point. Is as these technologies come out, I I believe that. I believe I don't believe that the American people don't give a shit. Oh yeah, that's you know, I really don't think that's it because we are. I, nobody wants. <clears throat> nobody likes to talk about this, but we're the cleanest country, ish, on the planet. Very, very high up there. Yeah, the if, air quality if, yeah, in air, this country. Our air quality is higher than any any other country in the world. Now we yeah. have you been to LA. <laughs> We yeah yeah all right I'll give I, you that I LA, saw Chicago, maybe half the city yeah L <laughs> A Chicago those places are pretty bad but all of China is like yeah that. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not awful. mandatory to wear a, a mask when you go you, outside you go to Beijing your skin isn't changing color because of the air LA. pollution you, yeah you, you know so I mean 
I, I say that before the United States, and this is just me coming from my nationalistic side, before the United States starts, pig. starts losing money and we start sacrificing ourselves and throwing our, our, our economy on the sword for the world, I think we need to rein in Russia and China and India and all these other places oh, before, we start, pollution, yeah. before we start throwing ourselves on the sword. Let's rein them yeah. in a little bit. And that's, Why should we have our economy tank? Yeah. When we're we're not but producing the most pollution. I also, I also so why do think should, it's yeah. great to lead by example, but you also have to have leadership in well, place in those places. We've that been. Would I would suit. argue that we are. Yeah, we've we been are leading by example for thirty years. Um, ever since the seventies, I, I, I think honestly it was Three Mile Island. Um, you know when when we had to melt still, down at Three Mile Island. Still too expensive to clean yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, and, and and I think that really kind of everybody's like, how Whoa. far are we from Three Mile? I know it's not really far away. Not really. I know the radiation, the radiation went went this far. Yeah. When it when it happened, we got we got. I mean, I wasn't. I don't even think I was born yet. But, mm-hmm. um, but um, what I year know, was that? Because I know you're older than me. If only there was a website you could go to. If only we if had, only this, had this rectangle that we could hold in our wild hand. Wild. If you just had access had to all, all information. human <laughs> information and knowledge instantly in the palm of your it's hand, and we used that, it to see, look at that's cats. Somebody that's some, somebody really. Yeah, we it's really like need to get that. a billion dollar idea. I'm only going to use it to look at cats. <laughs> Let me look this up. Three Mile Island. Or we just move the curtain back. Yeah. Oh, just so you know, Three Three Mile Island is closed at the moment. <laughs> uh, their hours are they they don't open again until nine a.m. on Monday. Thank you, thank you. Uh, Which Monday? Google Maps. Yeah, it's closed nuclear power plant Three Mile Island in Londonderry Township on the Susquehanna River. So it's just south of Harrisburg. We're not that far. From oh it. yeah, so then it definitely yeah yep. definitely got up to Sealand's River uh, and everywhere. How here. far? So that radiation would have gotten into the river. Yep. And March twenty eighth, nineteen seventy nine. Now the meltdown wasn't it. There wasn't like a, a reactor leak or anything like that. Um, so I, so I, I really do. I'd have to read up on it a little bit further. But uh, from what I understand, it wasn't a full on meltdown. So the, so the fallout wasn't as bad as it could be. Not like a Chernobyl or yeah, Fukushima. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which yeah. I. Did they say that Fukushima was worse? Fukushima at this point? was worse than Chernobyl. Yeah, at this um, point, both of which uh, Chernobyl was caused because they were using inferior um, rods. Wrong! Didn't you watch Transformers? <laughs> <laughs> we all know the historical accuracies of of the Transformer universe. Um, but yeah, like so. While we're on the Chernobyl Three Mile Island kick, what 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 are you guys' opinions on nuclear energy? Uh, realistically, that's the cleanest, it is the safest energy that up we, until we have. terrible things happen. Up until terrible things yeah. happen. And here's my biggest concern: is how do you turn it off? Can we turn it off? Like at a coal plant, you just stop burning coal. How do you turn a nuclear plant off? I believe it's I believe it's somewhat. You have to. <laughs> what do you have to bury it? I mean, how do you actually stop? I just watched, and it was. Uh, I don't know how you guys feel about Neil deGrasse Tyson. Oh, I love Neil deGrasse Tyson. He, he He's did, very entertaining. He, he covered a, a nice thing about nuclear power and, and how it works. Yeah, I think I saw that. Because yeah, because obviously he was relating to the sun and how how it burns. But yep. you know, you know, up there it's uncontrollable. Yes. Here we have. I I, I don't remember what it was called, but there's. 
basically a wall that prevents more splitting of yeah chain reactions. Yes. So yeah, you so, stop the chain reactions. Yeah, so at some you point... stop the chain reactions <laughs> yes. from getting out of hand, because otherwise, like, as soon as you Otherwise, start, it would be a nuclear bomb. Right. So, and, and what a lot of people don't realize is that, like, these reactions, it's not necessarily the, the splitting of the atoms that is creating the, the steam and stuff. That's Energy. Yeah. It's and then you pour you pour water energy. over that hot Yeah, rod, it's just, a, it's a very rod. efficient it's, way of making exact, water hot and turning power. a generator. It, it runs yeah. exactly the same way a coal plant does mm-hmm. or, or Yeah, we're not extracting electricity nope. out of the nuclear rod. And that's where right. I think, thing. I think that's a misconception. And, and a lot of people, people yeah, well, they just don't understand how, yeah, it's, it's overwhelmingly simple. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like, overwhelmingly no, simple, the way that it works. it's You're literally just finding an, an efficient way to heat up water. Yeah, it's, That's it's all not, you're doing. It's not going to explode like a nuclear bomb. No. No. And, and that... People but like, well, it is really, really, really hot. Plant? I'm like, well... Well, it does, that that's awful. not how it works. Yeah, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be, be because of the nuclear rods. No, exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, and, and you know, the problem like with, with Fukushima, uh, Fukushima is that Japan is it's, it's a lot of fault. Yep. You should not build. You should not build a reactor. No, that was just risky to begin it, with. It was, yeah. and that's my point. Is Three Mile Island was human error, mm-hmm. and Chernobyl was um, inferior materials, and then Fukushima well, wasn't Chernobyl also partial human. Error? It was. Yeah, it was. It was human. It was a combination of inferior materials. They were they, using an inferior. They, they were rod. doing. They were doing like a, a stress test or something. Yeah, and the the inferior uh, inferior materials led to the to the problems yeah. yes and then fukushima obviously the they built a nuclear power plant on a, on a on fault, a fault line, line and which... then as you would assume would happen eventually i don't yep. i don't care how advanced our technology is earth doesn't give a shit nope no <laughs> and and that i think is our biggest downfall as a species is hubris arrogance is our hubris is ridiculous because they're we the the earth doesn't give a shit that we're here no not really it'll be just it's actively trying to kill us yes and it has been since we it tries to kill everything and that's that's how we get stronger (laughs) yeah it tries to kill everything and all of the other stuff is always trying to kill all of the other other stuff stuff. and we're just one we just happen to have the combination of things that you need yep to to miraculously yeah speaking of things <laughs> as if by that, chance speaking of things that are gonna like kill us and whatnot let's you know since we're on the climate change subject uh people are worried like oh well the winters are shorter the summers are longer yeah that's one problem but, let's, mean, but we do we i just think do we even know enough how long have we been recording this do, stuff for not just long a just a like a cross-section yeah i think the climate of the earth and the and climate cycles and size, we just have exactly i think our sample size is yeah. small it's yeah. so small but we have no idea what we're talking yeah, about but on that same token i don't think it's wrong to try to not move in leaving a giant no. carbon footprint right now so, i agree I, with that my, but my to assume is, that you know where the fault lies when you don't even have enough evidence or anything to say one way or the other. I mean, that's why that's that's why it's such a contentious thing. Well, and the, the only thing that bothers me about people who try to argue climate is that they argue weather. Yeah, weather is not. Oh, climate. that's not. Yeah, that's. Look, you, there's snow outside. Yeah, okay, yeah, there it is, is snow. snowing. It does snow. I mean, the, you the are congressman correct. that brought the snowball in. It's like, are you? Are you kidding me? Why are you? Well, elected? he's just that's just pandering. He knows the reaction he's going to get. Now, so, but my, back to my point is, let's think about. So, like, if the summers are getting longer, that's earlier and longer that we're going to have insects that we typically wouldn't. 
Mm-hmm. They carry yep. diseases yep. that would typically be snuffed out during the wintertime. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, here's one thing to think about. And, and, you know, well, and the, the, also their migratory paths might change. On the flip side of that, though, if it's colder earlier and longer, then that's a longer period of compromised immune systems where we would, would be cause... more susceptible to disease. So it's not, I don't really right. know that it's... it's... Well, for any any of us three to say one way or the other yeah. would be totally illogical because we're yeah. not qualified on the subject. No, we're not okay. climate scientists. I think it's okay to have an opinion. Now, yeah. here's here's the here's my bigger my my opinion on this is I I have absolutely no denial that climate changes. Climate, sure, climate has been changing absolutely. for millions of, course of years. It does. That's the reason why we're not in an ice age right now. But uh, well, know, we still technically are. We're so still they, coming out of it. But. So, but it's been proven that we cycle in and out of it. We do. So. We yeah. do. When so when, for us to say that climate change, climate change is not caused by humans. I mean, we could certainly have some influence of it, but it's going to be there whether we are it's, here it's, or yeah, not. It's, it's, it an, has, it's an inevitable thing. It happens. Now here, the the statistics are since I think it's eighty years. In the last 80 years, the Earth's temperature has risen 0.9 degrees. Okay. Is that really something that we should be concerned about? Well, are we saying that since the Industrial Revolution, is that what was... Yeah, over the last 80 years. The the first argument that I would have against that, and it's not a real argument, but it's kind... I mean, logically speaking, correlation does not imply causation. Absolutely. You'd You'd have to have a controlled environment where you could find out if burning fossil fuels causes some kind of a reaction and you're never going to have that because you can't recreate the earth. Yeah. No. Now here's, here's my other point is, um, it was actually hotter, um, you know, on average during the time that the period pyramids were, were built in Egypt and humans survived just fine. Then Egypt was, uh, Egypt was an oasis back then. It was a, it was a rainforest. There was more water. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a thriving because there was less it wasn't ice. a desert at that point. So yeah, uh, I, I so my point is is <clears throat> my point is, is I would rather us be in a warming trend than, than in a, a cooling, cooling trend sure. because an ice age is much 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 worse much for more humanity. Harsh. Yeah, than I'm not saying that we shouldn't be alarmed that that we're getting hotter, but. I would rather us be getting gradually hotter than gradually colder. I don't I I just truly don't think that it's going to be. Okay, so let's say the let's say the ice caps melt partially as they have been let's say they have been doing this. And all that water, I think that so you you both have seen those maps they'll show where all of this land is going to be flooded like oh, if the was sea it California left, supposed the, to be underwater like yeah, 20 years ago. Yeah, something like that. So they're saying they're they're making the naive assumption that all of that melted water is going to just sit in the ocean. Yes. A lot of it's if let's if we're saying that we're going to be in a hotter environment, a lot of that's going to be trapped in clouds. Yes. Right? It's going to be part of the weather system. It isn't just going to sit in the ocean. Which we'll get Hence more the greenhouse rain. effect. Yeah. Yeah. Going back to Neil deGrasse Tyson, um, he made a really good point. People, uh, the climatologists and all these um, you know, ecologists that are worried about the icebergs or the ice caps on yeah. the, in the north, all of that breaking off and, and, and going into the ocean... Neil deGrasse Tyson's uh, argument was is it doesn't matter how much ice melts in the northern poles. It's the southern poles because the north doesn't have any land. It's That ice is floating. 
So when that ice melts, it's not going to raise the sea level. It's the same volume. It's the same thing as a glass of water with ice in it. That's true. That's when a the good volume. It's not going to go. It's anywhere. not sitting on anything. What, yes, it's what you floating need to worry as much about as it's going to is be. Is Antarctica? Well, yeah. in in fact, wouldn't because ice expands. Yeah. If it did melt in well, the north, wouldn't it actually a, go down yeah, a little bit? Yeah, a little bit. Well, that's a. I it mean, stay equal that's sort of a negligible effect. So as things it, get it, colder, well, yeah, it would be. It, would it be only expands minimal. at the moment of crystallization. So it only expands when it becomes ice. So as water gets cooler, it contracts, and then it becomes ice, and it expands immediately. Mm-hmm. But then, as that ice gets colder, it too contracts over time, and eventually will be less. It'll be. What do I want to say? Take up less volume than the water that it yes. once was. Either way, the the difference. Yeah, would be there is a so difference, minimal. but it's 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 it, it, would, it could be it's plus not, or minus. Yeah. yeah, and the experiment that he he used to prove it was if you take a glass of water and you fill it all the way to the brim uh, with an ice cube in it, the ice cube will stick up uh, maybe what a quarter of an inch mm-hmm. above the glass. Mm-hmm. But when that ice melts, the water in the glass doesn't spill over the top just because that ice melted the water doesn't change the ice just yep. you know absorbs itself because the buoyancy and the displacement is already it's the same already yeah, it's already yes. in there so sure. it's built it doesn't in. change so the only time that that the sea levels would rise is if we lose ice off of antarctica which you can make the argument that if you're going to lose ice in the north you're going to lose ice in the south but that's not necessarily you not would necessarily, uh, that would be again true. that would be a naive assumption given how complex the climate system is on yes. earth well, and honestly the, the whole reason we have weather in the first place is because the earth is uneven yes heated. yeah and, absolutely and that's, that's, that's what weather is that's it's the hot convection air moving effect. to cold yeah, air cold absolutely. air moving to hot air it's convection it's thermal dynamics here we are having a scientific podcast isn't this <laughs> Um, so anyway, cow farts. Cow farts, cow farts are ruining everything. Yeah. So eat more meat. Yep, got to get rid of those. Um, well, don't don't listen to the cow from the, Chick-fil-A. While we're on the uh, <laughs> subject of uh, climate change, I thought it would be I thought it would be a neat little exercise to just go through some of the climate change predictions that have happened over the years and okay. see, see whether or not they were right. Okay. Um, so I have um, I have a an article here from the Competitive Enterprise Institute. Um, the title of the article is "Wrong Again." <laughs> fifty. <laughs> I wonder years if it of, was right. Fifty years, 50 years of, of failed eco apocalyptic predictions. I like that eco apocalyptic. So in 1967, there is an article here from the Salt Lake Tribune: <laughs> Dire Famine by 1975. <laughs> um, <laughs> yep. So in the article, it states America could use a dire famine. It's already at this point. too late for the world mm. to avoid a long period of famine. So in 1969, it was or 1967, it was already too late. Uh, a Stanford University uh, biologist said Thursday, Paul Ehrlich, Ehrlich, however that sounds, Ehrlich, Paul Ehrlich. Yeah, sorry. Sure. Or like, like the like the pest control company. Great. Um, said the time of famines is upon us and will be the worst and most disastrous by 1975. How very biblical of Yeah, I was getting ready to say, like was he that, reading from the Bible? The time of famines <laughs> approaches. He said the population of the United States is already too big. Birth control may have to be accomplished by making it involuntarily... Involuntary oh God. and Jesus. by sterilizing, put, putting Chemical sterilizing agents into oh staple foods God. and drinking water, no. and that the Roman Catholic Church. This? this is 1967. Jesus this Christ. isn't even like archaic 
way back when. Was this when we were still part of the motherland? Are you sure? <laughs> oh, my God. And that the Roman Catholic Church should be pressured into going along with routine measures of population control. Because you know how the Catholics like their kids, <laughs> is what they're saying in that article. <laughs> Stop encouraging people to make babies, God damn it. In 1969... Oh, sorry. Everyone, this this is an actual this is actual uh, headline here. Everyone will disappear into a cloud of blue steam by 1989. <clears throat> so the sensationalism in the press is nothing new. It's nothing new. I'm not going to go over that one because it's just too ridiculous. Why Palo Alto, is it blue? California trouble with all. Oh yeah, what was, what was? Oh, it was the same guy. Why was the steam blue? Oh my God! I just this is this is ridiculous. It's the same guy, Paul Ehrlich. Same guy, both arguments. This is crazy. So in 1967, this Paul Ehrlich guy says that everybody's going to die in a famine by 1975. Okay. And when then, that didn't work out, in so he's just shifting, just shifting his years yeah, up. Yeah, you see, he says, oh, now it's going to be 1989, and we're going to die in a famine. Is this guy steam. still alive? What is blue steam? What is I'm he, trying to get what, is where, what that has to do anything with it. The trouble with almost all environmental problems, says Paul Ehrlich, the population biologist is that by the time we have enough evidence to convince people, you're dead. Bull <laughs> That's not shit. sensationalism, is it? Bull we must shit. realize that unless we are extremely lucky, everybody will disappear in a cloud of blue steam in 20 years. What is that? It, it doesn't go any further than blue that. Blue steam. I think... I don't understand. Is he a science fiction steam. writer? I think, <laughs> to quote people from where I'm from, he was talking out of his rectum. <laughs> So this one's from the New York Times. So so they've um, the failing <laughs> the New failing York. New York. This this article <laughs> it comes from the failing New York Times. You know that's from the guy with the little hands. Uh, so this is this is uh, published in uh, August tenth, nineteen sixty nine. Headline: Ice Age by two thousand. Uh, I mean, I hate winter, too. Scientist so. <laughs> predicts new ice age by twenty first century. Air pollution may obliterate the sun. What? Uh, no. <laughs> they, he's got to mean blocking it out. He has to mean blocking it out. He cannot. Does he know where the sun is? Is he aware? It's not a spotlight in the sky. Air pollution. We revolve around the sun, not the other way around. Air pollution may obliterate the sun and cause a new ice age in the first third of the next obliterate? century. Obliterate? Obliterate. It says obli yeah, obliterate. No. Right there in the red. The very first. Air pollution may obliterate the sun. <laughs> That's a direct quote. Obliterate the sun. I, I think that it's contextually wrong. The demands for cooling water will boil dry the entire flow of the rivers and streams of... This does sound like biblical, biblical shit. It? Like, where's the... Where's the frogs? Where's the frogs? The A flood! So this this is from the Boston Globe. April they can't 16, have my firstborn. <laughs> America subject to water rationing by 1974 and food rationing by 1980. I'm not against the food rationing. A lot, of, a lot of people here, people even a couple at this table, rationing. could use so some food rationing. So it seems like during the <laughs> '70s they were really big on the ice age coming during the '70s. And actually, yeah. So that that's something. So as of 50, forty or fifty years ago, yeah, they were afraid that the Earth was cooling too much. Too, too and much. now we're saying now it's we're warming going the other too way much. Around. U.S. scientist sees new ice age coming, 1971. Washington Post, July 9th, 1971. New ice age by 2070. So yeah, that one so could still be right. Hypothetically. That, that is a ways away. It yes. has yet to be and disproven. We don't know what kind no, of technology we changes we're going to have. But this just goes back to my point that we just really don't know what the hell we're talking yeah. about. 1974, mm -hmm. new ice age coming fast. What if we run into like that movie where they uh, 
because the Earth was heating up too fast, and they launched like a Freon nuke <laughs> into um, the atmosphere. I can't. It's it's with Chris Evans. He's on the train. I don't watch films. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think I am, American? <laughs> so then, in real real briefly, in 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 the the late seventies, it seemed to transition to acid rain. So in nineteen eighty, yeah. acid rain kills life in all lakes. I remember that was still a scare yeah, when, when I was were, growing yeah, up in elementary school. Melt. Yep, yeah, and you're gonna have can't go outside when it rains because it's rains. gonna it's gonna be full of sulfur. Or, you know, 1978, whatever. no no end in sight. Listen, thirty year not... cooling trend. Jesus, it, yeah. It, if the world's gonna end, it's gonna be because of a war. Yeah, I think so. Well, at this point, that's the most. It's, it's gonna threat. be a war, yeah. or some sort of off-the-charts cosmic event. And it looks like right around 1988... Yeah, some kind of when supernova they started stripping to... us of the atmosphere, something like that. 1988, it seems, because uh, the last article was in 1978 was the cooling trend, and then it looked like the early 80s, <clears throat> nobody was scared. Nobody was scared of the environment through all of the <laughs> early 80s. And then in 1988, they started again... This time it was the heating and now droughts uh, by 1990s. They were right about that, though. Well, we have... Think dr- of how, the drought, uh, how droughts, many droughts we had in our well, even Yeah, but droughts 90s. happen. Yeah. I mean, again... Not so much here anymore, but I remember um, it, through the there 90s, were a few. it was like 105, 107 all summer Well, but long. that... Okay, so to that point, it doesn't get that hot that no, often not anymore. anymore. No, not I, anymore. It had, there not hasn't been a... 90. Well, we, well, we, we had a few hundred degree... We had a few hundred degree days, but it really didn't get much higher than that. And I remember it being 102, 103 when I was a kid. I love it. I'll have friends from California Often. come here and visit, and they'll get off the plane, and they're like, what is it, like 115 here? And I'm like, no, that's humidity. That's called humidity. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you don't have that over The there. heat sticks to you here. In 1988, uh, th- this one says that the Maldives would be completely underwater in 30 years. So Is it? No, absolutely not. I believe it's still. Oh well, thank so, God. So thank God for that. Rich people have a place to go. <laughs> Rising seas to obliterate nations by the year two thousand. Good God! All the nations I think are still here, except for the Ottoman. I mean, Empire. some of them have changed, <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Cause a couple like, of borders, you know. The USSR isn't a thing anymore. Not really. So no, all they they, all, they kind of new. disbanded. So we then... actually gained. Nations. Really? Yeah. I mean, if you look at it from a net, we net, we're net positive <laughs> we're for net nations. Positive for nations. <laughs> haven't lost any. Really. Haven't lost any since since the eighties. So that's that. I don't know. Nineteen ninety five to present climate model failure, and then in two thousand, children won't know what snow is. Two thousand two, famine in ten years. No say famine. That the, say that to the foot. I'm doing the just fine. Right? I don't know yeah. if. Uh, so that just goes to show you, oh, there's Al Gore. Al Gore warns of free Arctic by 2013. So he Super serious. He should have posted that on his What internet. we need to do is we need to be more serious about our economic and financial sectors and turn them into a more eco-friendly type of scenario. <laughs> Sorry, I do a great Al Gore. It's pretty good. <laughs> What we need is a lockbox. The, the only, the only real good impression I do is Meatwad, and I don't think that that would reach our viewers. Yeah, uh, that's a that's a selective audience. Yeah, the, I, the Meatwad. I mean, yeah. I understand. 
<laughs> got the to. box set over there. Yes, sir. <laughs> Watching nice. that last night. That's uh, I'm not a big fan, but it's Aquatines. Yeah. Aquatine Hunter, Hunger Force. Love Aquatine. That's right. That's right. Make so, the homies say ho. And the girlies want to scream. That's right. Let's uh, since we have since we have our resident anti-Trump in in the building. <laughs> I don't think um, that's fair. I think we need to. I think we need to transition into impeachment. We've talked about the climate change. Jesse, impeachment, yes or no? Go. Uh, yes. Let, um, I, I honestly do want your opinion. Let's let's give me let let's let's just give you thirty I, seconds. Okay. If it were a Democratic president in the same position as Trump, asking for a favor from a foreign com- or foreign foreign country on any kind of dirt or an investigation on a political rival, yes. Okay. Let me ask you this: If if it was Dick Cheney. And Donald Trump wanted to investigate Dick Cheney for the same thing, but he was not a political rival. I think if he's not a political rival, it's more acceptable because you're crossing into that gray area where well, you're asking a foreign <clears throat> power to not necessarily influence an election, Well, but they shouldn't be able to, to provide you political dirt on an opponent during a campaign for the election. That is fair, but what the difference is the assumptions that you make based on so it's all context. So you're you're attributing motivation when you say that it's to dig up dirt on a political rival. Let's say hypothetically that it is legitimate and Biden's done something wrong that he shouldn't have done. Does that make it acceptable? Should he Why should not he... go to our own intelligence agencies well, i could tell you the reason why for this and that's a specifically fair point. that's a good point but for yeah. the specifically for the ukraine thing um it's because all of the evidence is in ukraine and there you, yeah i mean and you could say we could we should go to our own intelligence agencies but i'm gonna tell you our would would they have that inf- i mean would not the better source of information be the foreign government so, in that case w- are we? Are we? Are we? At what, you're, the point? what you're implying is we know everything. Well, and, and I'm not. I'm not putting you on the spot. No, I don't want to. No, I don't want to act fair, like that. It's a fair question. Um, I don't think that I can make a final assumption because, like, I haven't. I didn't read the full transcript. So I didn't. would it be all, safe? All to I say... know, is, and I've watched some from Fox News. I've watched from CNN, and mm-hmm. and, and, and like I've, I've watched from both sides. All I've gleaned from it is he said, "I want to ask a favor." But I, and you know, people are jumping. They're like, he wants a favor about Biden, but I've never heard. I never heard him say, "I want you to investigate Biden." I didn't read the transcript, so I don't know. Yeah, that's exactly what he said. Okay, he said, "I, I, I've got a favor for you. Uh, I I want a favor from you. Um, I'd like you to work with um, our our Secretary of State and my my lawyer Rudy Rudy Giuliani to get to the bottom of what Joe Biden did." Now, Joe Biden admitted that he held. Uh, billions of dollars and of aid, aid yeah. from Ukraine in order for that to pressure them into firing their attorney general, who well, was looking into his son. Then Biden should be disqualified from running. And that's okay. if that's so, true. So and now, and, and, if, yeah. if, that, if now, that's there's documents, true. there's yeah. documentation to prove that. Yeah, that he admitted. That there's, there's no. I, in my opinion, there's no. There's no question as to whether Joe Biden did that. He's admitted well, then, to it that's on camera. Totally. I just, I don't want anybody listening to think that I, you know. Just because I don't like Trump, I'm just going to sure. automatically go after him. So that's not the case at all. Would it be safe to say that what what you support rather 
is an inquiry and investigation into whether anything nefarious was done and not necessarily jumping right to impeach the guy. Correct. Okay. Oh, yeah, and I absolutely support. Yeah. I'm a Trump supporter, and and that's where I'm at. I said this. We weren't going to talk about it in the last episode, and we did. I just wanted to make the point. I think that most Americans just want to know what really happened. Yeah. Well, and we can we can act on that. And if an if an inquiry is what's necessary to get to that end, then I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say too much it. about the Joe Rogan uh, Snowden podcast because I know you still want to listen yeah. to it. But he made an, an interesting point, uh, all in relation to the you know um, the stellar wind stuff. It's like politicians and the government they know everything about us, whether they admit it or not, and we yep. aren't allowed to know anything about them about them. And it really should and be the other way around. It should be the other way around. Yeah. They are elected officials working for us. Yeah. Yep. My know employer they do. Every knows back end deal. at least at least when I'm on With my employer's reason. time. Like, I don't need yeah, to know what the I'm national doing. security stuff. Yeah, I don't I don't need to know that, you know, you have spaghetti every Thursday. <laughs> like, I don't care. I would like to know if you have I spaghetti. I love every the Mc, the McDoubles from McDonald's are wonderful. I eat them all the time. <laughs> the, the McRib. The McRib. If you didn't know, the McRib's back. I, if I'm elected for a second term, I'm going to make the McRib all year long. <laughs> It'll be wonderful. It'll be Fund huge. the McRib. It'll be great. Make McDonald's great so, again. So yeah, like I, I don't go after the guy, just because. I know. I, just in I, our like, conversations, my, my you're wife, fair. my wife is super anti-Trump, and like I try to tell her, I was like, you, "That's not fair. You, you can't just." Look, I didn't like the guy before he was president. I don't like him now. I'm not going to sugarcoat it and say that I like, but I will. And you can not like yeah, him. I you don't have to right. like him. Damn Absolutely. But I'm not, like, I don't hold it against you. That you that's what democracy him. is. Right, and that's the whole point of and this I'm podcast. And I'm going to vote for it's, him again. It's a civil discourse. <laughs> and I'm not. But that's that's the beauty of it. Is that and we, I think we can sit here and talk. We can. And we're still all friends. Look, yeah. I'm, I'm still milkshake free. For now. Look at this. <laughs> I have. I can. I can verify. I've not seen any milkshakes. No. Milkshakes no dairy thrown. products whatsoever. Yep. No bike locks being <laughs> swung at anyone. Well, that would imply that I ride a bike. I, I know, and I and I want to get that out there. You don't. You you yeah. do not like Donald Trump, and I really do like Donald Trump, and yet there's no there's no love lost no. between the two of us. And well, I mean, we were we were friends long long before all this political all this. division. Yep. And I I have friends. Um, I'm not going to name them, but I have friends that I was friends with long, long before I knew you, yeah. longer than I was friends with you, um, that I can't, I can't be friends with anymore, um, just because I voted for Trump on no- November eleventh, two thousand sixteen. I one hundred understand the appeal of voting for Trump because it upends the system. That's exactly why I love Donald Trump. It's, it's a I think that's system. what it is. It it's really a is. He's a wrench it's, in the gears. It's a no, big no, middle finger to the establishment. No, nobody in the establishment has followed through with as one. much. You know, and, and that's a great point. Love, love the guy or hate the guy or in between. He does what he says he's going to do. And that's fair. He does what he says he's going to do. Or at the very least makes legitimate attempts Attempt. to accomplish he hasn't built the wall but not for lack of trying oh he's I, just he's tried every avenue i don't Absolutely. agree with the wall you know why I don't yep agree with the wall. we've, we've had lots of discussions that, about the wall i i like the wall well, you, just just think you know uh drew's wife she made a post about the uh, autism bill like trump didn't come up with the bill no but he did sign he it. pressured he it did sign it back into law and yeah he, he really and fought as, for it as a parent of a child with autism that's fantastic 
and he gets yeah. my, he gets my praise. Like I'm yeah. He can do. He doesn't have to be a perfect person and your to soul have done. Did a not good melt. Thing. No, it didn't. Like <laughs> you know, there was there was no lightning yeah. that came down. You can you can disagree with the man, and yeah. you can also acknowledge the good things he's done. I I absolutely love every every portion of his uh, criminal justice reform. The the way that he is, uh, you know, letting people out of prison that were unjustly put into prison, like that lady. Um, man, her name escapes me. I, I know who you're talking about. She was she was put in prison for 40 years for for having like two dime bags of cocaine back in well, the and 80s. Then, and then there was that other girl who yeah, that's a man little extreme because she was being trafficked and yeah, she went to jail. It was, for yeah, it was self defense because yeah, she but, was she was a human trafficker. They, they found her guilty. Yep. Like how? So how is that justice? No, and I, and I don't think the guy that you know walking around with a dime bag deserves to be in prison for thirty years. Exactly, it's a non-violent it's crime. A non-violent I don't even know crime. that he should go to prison at, at all. all that's that. that's a matter and of that's if it's illegal, pay a fine. That's what he's working towards now. Yeah, um, or be, go to you know just like you could consider. So people get sentenced to do community service. You could take that avenue, or instead of community service, put them in some kind of a rehab program that's, that's what mandatory. He's yeah, my, he's solve for, their problem, but put them in prison locking them up locking them up make may make your street cleaner but it doesn't solve their problem it doesn't solve their problem no. and one of my favorite sayings is, is very sad america land of the free where we have the most incarcerated yep. people per capita yeah more than more than north korea russia and china combined, combined i believe combined. unless yeah, you count when you consider well do they have private prison systems you, the, the other and thing is privatized prison i think that's just absolutely we're also we're also terrible. not we're also not that's taking into consideration that is borderline human trafficking yeah. in my we're opinion. also not taking into consideration the secret concentration camps that they have in north korea and china Right now, there's millions That's, and millions all, all of people. Can, all we can really look at, yeah, is what's on paper. What's on paper? Yeah, we can speculate all we want, but that it is a black eye. In my opinion, that's a black eye. In the freest country in yeah, the world, we're putting wanna, we're putting you, people you, it's in a jail for. If you want the moniker of land of the free, yeah, you gotta have. You can't have that. You gotta let people out of. And majority are non-violent yeah. offenders. Now, yeah, I have no majority. problem, and, and a with, huge portion of that is just marijuana and and you think about it you know those people get it they're in there for so long and it's been proven that like once you're there you become dependent you're on that system and you cannot yeah reintegrate nope well, well you're, you you can but the success so, rate is so low well yeah. you're a convict you have a yep. criminal record just getting get how many job how many jobs become completely inaccessible to you and then you're and then you're the majority of good paying jobs then you're yeah. disenfranchised you think like uh, even bad of florida jobs. they have a committee where like they meet to uh, give these people their voting rights back, and it's not even set to a vote. He just decides yes or no. Oh, that's not right. Like, have you have you seen seen that? No, yeah, it's where's not, this? That's not it's right. in Florida. They uh, this guy he's held a job for like eight years now, and he finally got his meeting after like three years on a waiting list. And he goes, "Oh, see, so you have a job. You're being a productive member of society, but no, you still can't vote." No. See, well, why? That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. Felons can't vote. No, I understand that. And I and I I one hundred percent agree with that. Those rights can be restored, and that's what those hearings are for. Yeah, but it should not be somebody decides. No, what you're making it sound like is there's not really a set of criteria. It shouldn't be arbitrary. It's 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 it shouldn't be arbitrary. No, that's arbitration, and that's not fair. There should always be due process. Well, and and that's the whole thing. Is like. They pointed out like he should not be able to be the head of that 
that council while also being governor. No, because that's a conflict of interest. Yeah. If you put so, if you put somebody in jail, which is what the governor and, and does, the then is, he's not going to vote for is, me. What, yeah, that's a direct conflict exactly, of interest. Is, it, he might not vote for me, so I'm not going to give him his voting rights back. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Are so, these? Uh, how does he? Is this in a, a closed space? Uh, no, Be, is are, this behind closed doors? I, or I would imagine. No, I think they're public. Are they public? Okay. They're public. okay. So at least he has a, asked to account Because he's for not going to sit there and ask him, are you uh, going to vote for me after, you know, or something. After the podcast, we can, we can even talk about it next week. Uh, look it up. We can watch the video. Yeah. Because, like, I, I've never really been, like, I get mad at things, but that really just, like. Yeah, the, the arbitration of that, that goes against everything. I, I wholeheartedly agree with taking rights away from felons um because if you're a certain rights yeah because if you're a felon uh, felony is a pretty heavy term they they don't just pass out felonies for any old thing um and at least they shouldn't and i think that's what the point we're trying to make depending on the felony yeah people aren't beyond redemption no yeah so the same way that if you're a felon, a circumstance. If you're a felon, you're disqualified from owning a firearm. A big, a prime example of that is my cousin went to jail for life, felony murder rule. They were stealing uh, copper from a plant, and the dude drug it across an electrified mm. uh, train track, and it killed him. Yep. My brother, my, my cousin, didn't kill this person, but, but because, because they were in the act of a felony. It counts it's as it's the same as his murder. murder and I, you know, it, it's a sad story, and I feel bad, but I, I agree with that because I, if you're, if you're robbing a bank, and right, one of the that, you're yeah, the you're the getaway driver, you may not driver, have had the intention of murder. If you're the getaway driver and somebody yeah, shoots somebody inside that bank robbery, then you're liable for their murder as much as the person that pulled the trigger. Yeah, but. Look at the context, though. That's I get a, that. That's a I get that, and that's that's an unfortunate situation. It is, but it's an unfortunate. And I said, I said to my, because my dad's like, you know, that's total bullshit. I was like, I agree. Had he not been there but stealing copper, he shouldn't copper. have been breaking. Yeah, the law he the shouldn't have been breaking. And the that's law. the point and that it's they'll a, always make. And it, I think really what it comes down to, and the, there is a big gray area here, but it's less whether you killed somebody or did your actions lead to someone's death, yeah. and right. just being there. That's 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 sad. That's terrible. But he he chose to go in, and there's B and E, and then there's theft, and I believe it was grand theft because it was many thousands of dollars worth of material that they stole. A uh, family member of mine. Um, I don't want to name any names for for my situation, but uh, ex ex boyfriend uh, broke into an ex girlfriend's house and to intimidate her. Um, set the couch on fire, and I, I don't the, even know how to respond. To the that. apartment caught fire, and the the there was a five year old child that died in in the fire, and the person that set the couch on fire is responsible for their death. Mm-hmm. You know that's a little more of an extreme example, but there was also a guy with him, and the guy that was with him, I believe, was responsible as well, even though he didn't light the match. He was part of the act, and that child died because of his actions. So right. that that person is in jail uh, for life as well. Um, it's it's an unfortunate situation, but if you don't put yourself in those situations, then you're not responsible for it. Um, but think, to that point, I I, 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 I we, we've kind of I veered. We, we, but, we've segued a bit. Yeah, we veered a little bit, but I think that the point that we're trying to make is is that um, that's a that's an extreme. That's an extreme situation, and, and that person, 
lost their right to freedom. So therefore, you know, when you're a felon, you lose your you lose things when when you when you do things wrong as a punishment, your voting rights, your your right to own a firearm. But I also believe uh, to to you guys's points uh, that there should be a path um, to, to be able to do yeah. a due process path, not an arbitrary path like this guy just like a game show. You know, right. yeah. You know, do come you, on do down. you want come your vote? Inmate number three seven five four. Come on down. down. Um, I don't think it should be like that, but I definitely think that there should be, okay, uh, this guy has been contributing to society. He has a steady job. He hasn't hurt anybody. Live, place to car. live. Yeah. He, you know, he, no, so no criminal record in the last He should be years. allowed to be welcomed back into society at, at full tort. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you get he your voting rights debt. back. He paid his debt. Let's start with the voting rights and then go to the firearms. You, you know, you can restore your firearm rights. I think it should. So, I think it's fair to be a gradual process. I yep. don't think. Okay, I'm out of jail. Give yeah. me my stuff. Nope. And I don't. I definitely don't think that's the right way to go either. But there, there should. This is America, and we should definitely have a way, um, a pathway to restore your your God-given rights when they're taken away. Because the government didn't give you those rights. Those, right. those, those rights are rights existed. you're born with. Yes, those right, the, your that's, rights. That's the whole point of the that, Constitution. The whole point yeah. of the Constitution is that you, you, the government doesn't allow you to do those things. No, the government disallows yes. you. When you, start, when you start having to ask permission to do something, it's no longer a right. Correct. Yeah. And, and, and while I believe that those rights are, are justifiably stripped from some people, I also believe that they're unjustifiably denied uh, for too long. So, that, I mean, that's a, great, that's a great point. And I think that um, due process is – it's like the, the red flag laws that we talked about in episode yeah. one. There has to be – there has to be a system of due process. You can't just you can't just call somebody, call and, somebody say, and say I'm my neighbor's like making noise, and I don't like him, and then have SWAT show up. Yep, and then have SWAT SWAT show up and and just completely ruin the guy's life, yeah. basically. Yep. Yeah, because you don't like him. Yep. It's funny you mentioned like people calling the police because the neighbors don't like anything. There was a vegan lady who was upset and called the police on our neighbors because they were barbecuing. Barbecuing. Yep, I I read that. And, and the stench carried over was... into her. So move. Yeah. Yeah. You have every right to move. Yep. Get out. Well, there was a... There's a th- They're not breaking the law. They're not. God bless Texas. <laughs> I'm just going to say that say that out, out, okay. out front. There was the same thing that happened. Um, there was a... a, a like a... I want to say it was almost like a fire department, like a carnival ground or something like that, where they would they would have a, a barbecue every year. Like a pig roast. Yeah, like a pig roast sure. every year. Yeah, not uncommon. And a, a, an Islamic church... Oh, boy. ...built itself next to this property. And they tried to get the barbecue shut down. So what did Texas do? They made it bigger. Made it bigger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They made a carnival out of it and invited food trucks and everything like this and, and just oh. made it bigger. And, and they the, the Muslims, the, the Islamic church lost. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to segue a little bit again. Um, well, that's just an opportunity for them to show their strength in their faith. It's not that you shouldn't that's remove my... anybody else's opportunity to participate in sin and vice. You need to be internally strong and resist and it has nothing to do with them freedom has of nothing to do freedom with of religion. freedom of religion one of the yeah. greatest things in our country absolutely religion is the problem because yeah. the problem is is that to quote carlin 
hmm. my God's better than your God. Yep. My and, God. and that's, yeah. that's what it comes down to is that my belief is better and you should believe what I believe. And that's why I get so upset when people are like, oh, we need God in the White House. I'm like, no. <laughs> I, uh, I take a different tact. I believe that we need, we need God in this country, but we need it in an ambiguous context. We need it where, okay, I have God in my life. You have a right to have your God in your life. Just don't tell me how to worship my God, and I won't right, tell you. I can agree with that. Well, that's where you run into to problems is because in the, the Christian Bible, there are no other gods before me. Yep. And growing up in the Southern Baptist churches. Well... Oh my God! Yeah. But it also, but it well, also says, "He who is without example. sin cast the first stone." Yeah, absolutely. So you know, it teaches. Yeah, the Bible says a lot of things. The Bible says a lot of stuff. But, but <laughs> the, my my bigger point is is, and I and I say this, I say that I'm going to put an emphasis on this. True Christians, true Christians, if they if they follow the word, wouldn't try to push their religion because that's specifically well, not in a hateful way that's specifically I, foreboden I, I, and yeah. you know it says spread the good word it does it doesn't say force doesn't force it. absolutely and that's actually and that, you spread it through your actions not through it's as you said earlier lead by example so jesus you, said don't stand on the corner and preach like the other profiteers that do it just for attention pray in private um, by yourself on your own and don't try to make it's it okay to talk about it to someone you don't yes. know, but you know once they, once they politely decline and you're that's still the end of it. it, like it's... and the, the other the, the <clears> thing that <throat> well, ticks me you're off, you're just being annoying. The thing that ticks me off is Jesus tells you that even if even if someone is sinning, like let's just use the the, the gay thing as an example. Who am I to tell gay people that they can't be together and that they can't be? "Quote unquote married." I don't like that term, but I'm I, I'll give it to them. Uh, I would rather they call it something different because traditionally marriage is between a man and a woman. But I that's a that's a separate, that's semantics at that yes, point. Yes, it is. So I'll give them I'll give them that they have the right to be married, just like everyone else. If we're going to use marriage as a legal term, then they have the right to be okay, married. Okay, yeah, using it as a legal term. Sure. However, I have a right not to agree with that. Exactly, you do, and and, that's and you where... don't have to come to arms over your disagreement. Either. Yeah, and, and I can say that's where freedom of religion comes in. I can say, hey, look, me. you're a good, you're a good dude. I love your husband; he's awesome too. Uh, but I'm, I'm not going to celebrate that. And, and you don't have, but to. I'm going to accept it, and I'm going to accept you as a human being, and I'm going to accept you as a person, and I'm going to love you as a Christian. Because that's what I'm supposed to do. I'm going to hope and I'm going to pray that you that you change your ways and that you're different. But I'm not going to. I'm not going to. Not your place to crucify. I'm not going to give you a Bible. Them. I'm not going to make you. You know, make you come to church with me. I'm not going to do because I don't go to church. I I don't believe in that either. I don't go to church. Either. I I wholeheartedly believe in God and I believe in the Christian faith, but I do it on my own way. I don't believe that you should have to go to a building in your in your best clothes every Sunday and sing songs. To yeah, I don't really that. know what that has to do with any it, of... It, I, I have yeah. my issues with church. I don't go to church, and that would be a whole podcast in and of yep, itself. Yep, it could be. Jesus but, said, turn a stone and I am there. You don't have to You don't have to, have a building I tell you, to my, be faithful. My mother, yeah, and these, even, these evangelical preachers with all of their gold rings and everything are yeah. directly oh, this, going against club. a lot. Oh, that is wholeheartedly. Oh, yeah, that's terrible. evil. That's evil. It that is. money is supposed to go back to the people. 
Um, but but, but I, I, I digress. My bigger point is is that I I accept I have friends that are gay. I have friends that are lesbians, and I I I have family that's gay. I don't I don't care. I, I don't I, I, I mean I do because I, I don't want in my beliefs you're 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 not going down a good path but I it's not my business to to dictate to you um, to dictate to you what to do because if I believe in what I believe enough you're gonna face your judgment and I have nothing to do with that well and here here's a problem that a lot of people face is that they're they're pretty ignorant on the situation they think that uh, gay means one thing mm-hmm when in fact it means another. A prime example of that is my father. We had a big fight about this, uh, about how they're allowing uh, gay scoutmasters now. I have no problem with it. And, you know, of course, my dad leaves yep. with, well, what are you going to do if he's alone in the woods with your son? I was like, well, first of all... You're making a mean, lot of assumptions said, just first asking all, that question. I was like, that alone isn't even allowed. No. I was like, uh, safe sanctuary trainings, you know, they, they cross over into... It, it's different, something different for scouts, but it's the same as safe sanctuary trainings. You cannot have an adult alone with a child. Period. Gay, gay straight, Period. male, female. Doesn't matter. Beyond can't, that. Can't do it. And I said in front of Gay is not a pedophile. Exactly. I said, exactly. I said, I said, yeah, he's, you can, I said he's You're into, calling him a pedophile because he's gay. Right. And that's your bigotry. That's not I said, his I said you're making a... I was like, you're comparing apples to oranges and making a uh-huh. wild leap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're fruit. <laughs> they're, but they're not the same. Yeah. They're fruit, but they're not the same. Sorry, I had to make that joke. Fine. It, it was low hanging fruit, very low. Very low. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, but yeah. but to that point, that's that's a great example. <clears throat> just because you're just because you enjoy the company of men does yeah. not mean you enjoy the company of boys. That's a completely yeah, different and, scenario. And people make the mistake a lot. When, and it doesn't have to be religion. It's just somebody does something that they don't like. And they attribute all of these other negative qualities automatically. It's because you're this. Ju- yep. Because you're this, so you're this, 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 and this, and and I think less of you as a human being, et cetera, et cetera. Some of that comes from the era that they grew up in. Could very well be. Doesn't doesn't make it yeah. better. It, it maybe it's not an maybe excuse. forgivable because it's not. You know, it, that's just what they learned how they were taught how they were raised or whatever yeah. so maybe it's forgivable but it doesn't make it okay or right i'm gonna i'm gonna go out on a limb here <clears throat> um because the reason you can't use that as an excuse is because you, you all three of us know in our generation i'm gonna say a bad word here but in our generation the word faggot was passed around like bubble gum well and yeah and like with any word and nowadays I, we just I, we just decided as a generation to stop doing to, to I don't use stop the it. word now yeah. but when I would say it as a kid and I'm not gonna lie I said it a, a lot. lot oh yeah it had nothing to do nope. with uh-uh. whether someone was gay or straight nope. it was you're an annoying person yep uh, you're being like, a same as calling him an idiot or basically it's just words. you know yeah that's what it meant in is that not context. an interchangeable word. No. No, because we understand we understand the gravity of it and the pain that it inflicts on other people. Yeah, exactly. we have freedom of speech. You can say faggot all you want. I just said it twice. Well, if you look at the, the but you're dictionary, not calling someone, but I'm but I'm not. Yeah. There's you, a context say to it, it. It has a meaning in the dictionary. Yeah, as, as a bundle of sticks. Bundle of sticks. If I'm not incorrect. In in England, it's a slang a term for a cigarette. Right. You know, a and, fag. Uh, and my friend from the UK said that several times, like I'm going out for a, a fag, and I'm, I'm just like, well, oh wait, yeah, it yeah. shocks him. <laughs> it's, it's a it's a it's a cultural yep. difference. Yeah. yeah, because and probably a more inappropriate word that is said all the time there is cunt. Cunt. <laughs> oh yeah. 
I love that word. It, it's <laughs> juicy, isn't it? Yeah, I love it. Some <laughs> Just of the reaction are. you yep. get from it. Mm-hmm. But, Stop being such that, a cunt. There, it's an <gasps> everyday, How dare you? every other sentence. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm, I'm on Discord and Skype with this guy all the time, and I if I had a counter, it would be broken. Yep. <laughs> yep, so... Just, just that's that's the point. Is you can't use that's the era you grew up in as an excuse because we have a lot of things, things change constantly. Yep. Yeah, you're yep. just you refusing to change. To change. Yeah, you're, and you're staying stuck in the area where you think things that are okay mm-hmm, because I mean mm-hmm. things that uh, you don't think were okay were okay 20 years before, like when you were growing up. 20 years before it would be okay, but isn't now in your generation. Did you guys see um, Sticks and Stones? The Dave I haven't special. yet. Yes. No, I want to. There I have is, not I don't, seen it yet. I don't want to spoil did, anything, but there's one joke. I've, I've seen all see... of the controversy surrounding it. Well, uh, was it uh, Rotten Tomatoes? They gave it to five leftist, ultra liberal, very uh-huh, liberal I did critics, see that. and they gave it a, a zero. A zero. It, Can you give a zero? To, or yeah, it was it at a zero at first. Or is it a point five? No, it was and a zero. Honestly, as soon as I saw the Well, the zero, so that's a percentage of positive reviews so they could a, give yeah. it like a one star and that's but considered it, it, well, a negative it was review. it was like worst yeah, yeah the worst they could get. Get, yeah it's just so it disappointing as as I, juvenile as as unfunny I et cetera, rating, et cetera. i went i'm watching i watch yeah, this. i'm watching i'm all yeah, about because this. that's how you know and they don't realize was, what they're doing when they do stuff like that they don't realize how they're signaling to certain other groups that it's totally for them when they give it such negative reviews because they're just revealing their ideology, right? And, they're yeah. giving it more, more. Pre- they're they're actually defeating themselves. They're shooting well, the themselves problem in the is, foot. The problem is they're they're taking it as if it's what he really thinks. Yes. Oh, he well, is a yeah, comedian. That's... <laughs> he is paid to make jokes. Yep. Emphasis he's, on to that, to that point. I think he believes laugh. everything he said. Probably, because <laughs> I know Dave. You know, I've known Dave Chappelle my entire life. Yeah, Not personally, no, obviously, obviously. You, you know, you grew up listening to him. But yeah, there's a there's a segment. Uh, again, I don't want to spoil anything, but I don't think this is going to spoil spoil Ouch. anything. But there's this one segment where he talks about when he worked for D- the Chappelle Show on Comedy Central. He was called into uh, the executive producer's office because. He said the F word. He said faggot uh, in one of his shows. <laughs> and she said, you can't, you can't say that on Comedy Central. And he, he accepted. He's like, all right, we'll take it out. And then as he was walking out the door, he hit the doorknob and he thought to himself, wait a second. He says, I can use the N word with impunity. I can say the N word without any repercussions and it doesn't matter. So he went back to her and he says, why is it that I can say the N word as much as I want? But I can't say the F word. And she says, well, Dave, it's because you're not gay. And he says, well, I'm not an N word either. Ooh. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's the thing. When she said that, how much was she revealing about herself? About her preconceived biases and all that Uh stuff. So that's, that's just a great point. Words are words. Whether yeah. it's the N word or the F word, we we agree socially not to say it, but words words, but words have, are words. Words they have power. They do, but only as much power as you, as you, you let have them, to give it. Power. Yeah, you have to yeah. give words power. And I I'm not I'm not ever going to be to the place where I think you should be able to be put in jail for using words. I know Just we're words. We're well, maybe there. if you're. Depending how you use, I mean, oh. if you're inciting a riot, that's well that's in Canada. Fun. Yeah, what's yeah. Uh, Jordan Peterson? Jordan Peterson. Yep. Yeah, uh, 
I love that guy. I love Jordan Peterson. Yeah, I've got his because book on my he's, shelf. He's he's people. They're like, oh, well, you're you're sexist and xenophobic, and he's like, no, no I will use your pronouns. Yeah, I don't have a problem using any pronoun that you want me to use. The law should not dictate nope, but what you, I'm allowed to say. But when you start exactly. enforcing that at the bar- in the barrel with the barrel of a gun, that's when because don't and get that's me what wrong, it really that's is. what it is. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because as soon as you don't obey the law, well, yep. we're gonna we're gonna arrest gonna you or you we're gonna first, fine you. But what if you if don't you, pay the if fine? you don't pay that? Then yeah, eventually it ends up it ends, and it, and now you're resisting I just, arrest I just and now you're shot. Why people were so up in arms against him when he said, "What's your pronoun? I'll use it." Yeah. But don't force me. Exactly. But the law, the th- law it's a should separate have to do issue. With it. Yeah, yep. the, the law should not be able to dictate. And that's how you get Nazi Germany. That's exactly right. how you get <laughs> and, and the even brown here, shirts. Even yeah. here, we have freedom of speech. And I'm not doing and you it. You can say whatever you want. It has a good. <laughs> you can say whatever you want, but that doesn't mean that you're free from consequences yep. of what you say. And I agree with that. I I wholeheartedly agree. We the reason I abhor racism. I abhor hatred and bigotry and all that stuff. But do I think the KKK has a right to say the shit that they say? Unfortunately, <sighs> you can't have it both ways. You so can't. you have to you have to say yeah. and not only this, whatever they want. Should you? Because I think it, when there's people Up out until there the that point are, that they're actually lynching people. Yeah. That's the pro I'm against murder. Absolutely. I'm for free speech. I'm but against murder. If don't we wanna know? Who those people are? Absolutely. And if you say that you can't say those things, then you no longer know, you know who, who those people are. are. Right. And I think that that you should allow people Unless to say whatever they want. Yeah, let them damn punches. themselves. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, that guy might be a problem. Let's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's just let's observe him for a little bit. <laughs> let's put so him yeah. On the list. And I and I get that, and I'm wholeheartedly for that. But I also will defend to my death their right to say whatever they want. I don't agree with anything that they say. And it's the same thing about leftists, I don't have to. Well, yeah, while I, I disagree have to agree with what with you them. say, I'll defend to the death your You're right, right to say it. Absolutely. Exactly. And where did that go in this country? Where did that go? That used to be the mantra. Like, it's at even this the, table. Even the, even, yeah. It seems that way. Even, at this, even the communists back in the 60s, you, you know, I, the people didn't agree with them, but they absolutely agreed with their right to petition and their right to protest. And... and I, I, I just don't know where we're going to go. If, if we can't use words in this country, what's left? Just go to your safe space. Exactly. But that's, <laughs> and, and, but that's not right. That's just not right. No, it's not. So I think we've veered from impeachment a little bit. We've, we've talked about that. Um, and we've, we've gone down a road. I have so, so no long problem with so the tangential the, nature of so this So long podcast. as the uh, circumstances warrant it. Yeah. And he, and, I, and I do think an inquiry, not necessarily just an impeachment. Yeah, inquiry, I would. But an inquiry, if, if in, he's a general like, inquiry into yeah. into the context of that call and mm-hmm. what he wanted and what he specifically wanted. So I think it's appropriate. And I and I do too. But my my bigger point is is I think that it all depends on the. the I I don't think that you should be disqualified from an investigation simply because you run for president. If anything, you should be under you should be under more scrutiny. scrutiny. Yeah, under absolutely. Scrutiny. So. Yeah. I I just I know I know that the perception of it is bad but from my understanding of the Ukraine call it was it was completely with with uh, above board in 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 my understanding of how it went it does look bad well it looks worse it certainly when you looks have, like Mulvaney yeah. going on saying oh we do this all the time oh you quit That's you quit pro quo all but the they time do. Yeah. but they do but I understand they do they shouldn't 
Well, it all depends on the context because you have to. Like, let's just use Ukraine. If you want something from a country, like you want, let's let's not use investigation, but let's say you want Ukraine, uh, Russia. Let's use Russia when they annexed Crimea, and uh, there was a quid pro quo there. Either you not annex Crimea or we're going to sanction, sanction. you. And they, so got there's sanctioned. A, and they got sanctioned. So there was a quid pro quo there. You have to have a quid pro quo to run a country. What you don't want to do is you don't want to say um, either you're going to you're going to build a Trump Tower in the Ukraine or I'm going to rehold. I think more appropriate would be you don't want to maintain a certain status quo. Yes. Yeah. And I think... And I'm just I, right now. I'm I'm speaking as a Trump supporter. I think what he's really trying to do is he's trying to highlight that this is how politics works, and this is there should be laws against doing these kind of things, and there shouldn't be quid pro quo to where it. Ben- There's nothing illegal about what Joe Biden did. You can disagree was it, with it. Was it morally wrong and reprehensible? I believe it was, but there was nothing illegal about his quid pro quo his withholding billions of dollars in aid from a country now it certainly looks was, bad. Yeah. was that ag corrupt no what what or was it just because it, it depends all right it depends yeah, that's on the, really I'll the put question this. Yeah. it depends on the optics well you could also you could take that same nepotism and apply it to the white house you could now. yes you could uh, to sorry. a certain point i'm sorry to jared, a certain point. jared and ivanka do not belong in the white house uh, they're not running anything what is what is Jared doing? Don Don Jr. and uh, the other son Eric Eric Don Jr. and Eric are running the company. Right, that's fine. Ivanka and Jared are not involved with with Trump International or any no, of the no, Trump no, no, brands. No, no, I don't care about the the Trump brand company. But they're working in the White House. I don't I don't necessarily see any problem with them working in the White House though. As long but as they're the, not, as long as they the don't get special they treatment have or protection. Because of well, yeah, but at what point? At what point do you get to dictate who the president hires as his staff? Yeah, because I mean, what you're saying is okay. So he well, in, in, he in prefers my... these people. What you're with that question, you're implying that they aren't. There's a possibility they aren't competent enough to have those roles, and they may very well be, and they're people that he can trust. Yeah, I don't know them well enough. Well, you know what I'm saying, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, look at all that stuff with Kushner and Giuliani. Or not Giuliani, uh, Christie. Do you, do you know about that? Mm. Chris Christie was the uh, prosecuting attorney that put Kushner's uh, father in jail. And there's speculation that that led to why Trump chose Pence as his VP instead of Chris Christie because Kushner had a big problem with it. And, you know, Chris Christie came out and he said, he's like, I, he's like, well, he's like you know, I feel, he's, yeah. he's like, obviously I cannot prove without a shadow of a doubt that this is why that, you know, I didn't get the, the VP because he and Trump, you know, they're friends. He's like, he said that I'm going to call you and you're going to be okay. and all this stuff. Here's... He's like, but he's like, look at it. He's like, I was just a prosecuting attorney doing my job. I didn't make his father break the law. Yeah. Yeah, I but he, didn't, he didn't get punished for it, though. He just didn't get, didn't get VP. a job. And see, the, here's my issue with that. Like, okay, you could say that that was a motivation to not do that, but is that necessarily wrong? Because what he would have been doing is inviting conflict into his into the White House. Yeah. 
Well, at that point, I Kushner, happen to think Kushner Chris didn't have a position in the White House. Did he not? No, no. not at the, uh, not at that oh, point. Okay. Well, I happen to think that Chris Christie would have been a horrible vice president. Maybe if it's between, well, so at, okay, so he may not have he had a have position, been a robot. but it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know enough. I'm about not a big fan of Mike Pence either, but he's kind of innocuous. He looks he's like the, uh, he's, he yeah. looks like that uh, the other guy from Johnny Quest. <laughs> <laughs> I know who you're talking about. Yeah, he does. He does with the silver, the silver hair. Silver hair. But I, I guess I see where you're coming from. But at the same, I go back to the argument: Should you still be able to? Can you dictate who the president chooses as his VP? Do you get to tell I, the president what reasons he can use to make his to make decisions, decision et cetera, et cetera? No, and and, and I, again, you don't have to like. Is it skeevy? Uh, maybe yes. skeevy. A little it's bit skeevy. Kind of. It's I'm, questionable. I'll give you that. Certainly questionable. I'll, I'll give you that. I think. And you know, obviously, this is just opinion. I, you know, I, I don't think that you should be able to bring in direct family because the problem is, is that. Direct, well, what about John Kennedy and Bobby Kennedy? I, same thing. I don't feel like that that should have been allowed. I don't know. I'm not a Democrat, but I was a fan of the Kennedys. Well, I, I'm just looking because. It doesn't matter what people say. It is questionable. Yeah, you're, by doing that, say. you're opening up certain avenues that shouldn't be there. I don't there think and... people can be unbiased. It's, it's, That's it's, fair. It's inherent. That's fair. That's be, fair. You know, it's... Especially even, toward family members. Even down members. at the, the Legion where my wife was working, uh, the guy wouldn't force the other girl to work weekends. And he would get mad at other people and say, well, if they won't work the weekend, fire her. It's like, well, what about her? Well, it's yeah. my girlfriend. We're going somewhere on the weekends. That's yep. bias. Yeah, that's yeah. nepotism. But <laughs> that's he's but, protecting his. That's a conflict of interest. But yeah, it's his company. I'm assuming. No, no, he's he, just the manager. He's just uh, he's a manager. It's not like a trustee or anything. Yeah, nope. yeah. Okay. At that point, now I was going to say if you own well, that and, company, and the, and the people in the is a legion, so it's the yeah, it's the, the, the officials yeah. are elected. Yeah, you're right. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I get what you're saying, but at the same time... It's just an example. And it's a good example, because, I mean, it, it, it highlights the point. And I I don't know where I feel about the, the Trump kids being in the White House. I really don't have a problem with Ivana and, and Jared Kushner in the White House. I, I see where you're coming from, though, and, I, and, I, and you know, kind of stepping back and looking at it, I can, I can see where I there have, would be problems. I don't but... have any personal issues with Jared or Ivanka. My issue stems from is their relationship with Trump. Their well, their relationship yeah. and what qualifications outside of fashion did Ivanka necessarily yeah, have? Yeah, but but to, do even, you? I understand she's an unpaid advisor, and that makes it better. But you've not been in any sort of what position would, remotely similar. What would qualify you? What would qualify you? To take that position, then, in in your opinion, what would qualify you? I, that's it. Could be a range of things. I mean, first of all, it would help to have been involved in politics at all, even on the on a most basic level. And I get that, but to that point, uh, the people that wrote the laws for this country and founded this country had no experience in politics. That's fair. That is fair. Yeah, you and don't necessarily have to have the country was founded held by political office to be able to make good right. decisions. But now that we've had people in, in but now uh, we're going we're going down the road of elitists now. Well, should, 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 not only should that, you have but to be part of a club to be not to only hold, that, to hold but public office or work a, in government. Well, should a 
I mean, we could talk about term limits in Congress. Mm -hmm. That's basically what we're saying is the the longer you've held office, the more qualified you are to hold office. And I don't know that that's true because you should be you should be beholden to the interests of the public. And if you're not really a member of the public, then you have no idea what the public. Right. Experience is important, but it's not the end all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Just an example that's not politics is you know i'm an avid gamer i play a lot of games uh one game i play in particular is killing floor it's just a zombie wave defense game sure yeah playing with this guy and he's like i don't know why you're you're camping in this spot i'm like because you know running around is stupid you're gonna die because you win when you goes and he goes well i have like ten thousand hours in this game and i'm like well if you have doesn't make you yeah like why do you suck yeah Exactly. And you can apply that same logic to yeah. someone that's been in Congress for 50 years. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Just because you've been there. Now, I'll, 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 I'll cede to the concept that the longer you're in a job, the better you can do that job. To, the, to a certain point, and the reason well, that is is there's a lot of arbitrary... As long as, doing, but, as, long as you're doing the job uh, in the interest of the people you're doing yeah. the job for. There's, you there's might... A, well, let's just step... Let's take a step back because we're assuming we... What is the job that they're supposed to be doing? Are they supposed to be a congressperson or are they supposed to make laws that help the people of this country? Yeah. You might be better at the process of making a law, but you become disconnected from, from the, the soul of what the and law that's, should I be about. I agree with term limits 100% because then you're, you're eliminating that problem. The reason Was why it, um, experience helps yeah. is the reason why experience helps is because there's a lot of arbitrary house rules and procedure and all this other stuff that you have to go through because you can't you can't just stand up in a congressional hearing and voice your opinion you have to wait for your turn you only get five minutes so so to to that point having the experience of knowing the rules and knowing how the system works there's a benefit to that but once yeah you you get get better you get better at getting your ideas pushed through but do your ideas get any better the longer yes. you're there so and that's do your, where do your ideas line up with your and that's where exactly, the term limits exactly would, would so fix that because then you would get fresh people your, in yeah you're connected to the people but they would have to they would have to get uh in line with the rules so so essentially you get one term just to learn the rules essentially is the way it works it and takes term, it takes a whole two term, years to learn just work. receivers and then then you're you're working towards that election and then the problem therein lies is once you're actually there all you do is work to get reelected yeah that's all you're doing is you're you're working Mostly. to get reelected yeah and that's where the problem lies whereas if we had term limits once you get in there and you you learn your you learn your um, the rules and you learn your district and your constituents then you have so many years to get done what you want to get done it's going to put some haste it's going to light some fires under some people because they only have a limited amount of time. They don't have 50 years. Yeah, they don't have to, to they don't have they the distraction right. of having to run a re-election mm-hmm. campaign right. and, because you know, now they just the, the, the they, your time is up, you get done what you're here to get done and done. get out. Yeah. You're done. That's the problem like, and you know the problem in our system So is that would the, really the pre- solve the presidency that term limit is these people that have been in there for life. Yeah. So Exactly. They yeah. need they need career politicians on the House of Representatives. And the problem is they don't know how to do anything else. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. How long have we been? Uh, we're at uh, an hour and thirty-four minutes. Yep. It's a long time. Yeah. Yeah. We still got some so time. How mu- uh, we, we were shooting for two. We were. were so we I, I we got a late start. I don't think start. we're going to have a problem hitting. Two. No, I think. Yeah. I, and, and honestly, we we just we we run until the way I see it is we run until the conversation naturally yeah. passes. 
So let's transition. Um, since that's a good that's a good place to, to so transition. Yeah, we talked about climate change. Talked about Talk, the impeachment. Yep. Um, I think we we dive in since we're since we're on politics and legislation and all that stuff. Um, I think we segue into whether or not we should legislate um, movies, music, and video games, media in general. Media yeah. in general. Should should it be the point of the government to uh, decide what what video games, what movies, and what music are acceptable for public consumption? We already have a board for that. I, I, yeah, we have a rating system, and I think that does its job just fine. Yeah. Um, and I think, honestly, if something is absolutely abhorrent, disgusting, vile, or, you know, whatever, attach your negative adjective here – People just won't buy it. It won't sell. It no, won't which sell. is free market. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I, don't, I think there's been and if eight, and if there's, there's been, any uh, one thing that should be free market, it should be intellectual property. Intellectual because property. it's totally it's it's vaporous. You know, it's, it's you're not using any resource. I mean, you use a little bit of resources, but just the same as you would, you know, pumping out anything else. Right. You know, it's it is what it is, and and ideas. To me, if there's any one sacred thing, it's ideas and information. And so, what would what do you think would happen if we went through the Metropolitan Metropolitan Museum of Art and put put pasties over the boobies? <laughs> I mean, nothing I bad would happen. Uh, nothing bad, other than we're setting a silly precedent. I mean, the world. I, we're 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 going through this recent phase where you know everybody wants to sanitize everything and the world's not a safe place no it, you, it's not you're not here to be comfortable Mm-mm. that's not no. nobody guaranteed that at all it's a little childish to think that you should have that all the time it's every day naive. it's yeah. t- absolutely and it's juvenile and it's just you know so, completely unrealistic and and why should you want to be comfortable to that end why should you want to always be comfortable because then you're just going to always stay the same you're not going to grow you're not going to you think. should you're not going to be challenged that you don't you may think you want that but you don't want that because you stagnate and you become the, useless the thought of being comfortable is great but yeah you're not gonna you're not gonna innovate you should gonna... have to be a little uncomfortable so you know what that feels like otherwise you don't know what it is to even be comfortable it's yep. black and white you know you can't have one without the other because because there if if there's no danger then there's no safety anyway what is where what does that concept even become mm mm-hmm. mhm so yeah, and the the bigger point is is if you're if you don't want your kids to see the boobies at the Metropolitan Museum of Art, don't, don't take, take your kids. kids to the Metropolitan. Yeah, yeah. I believe that kids should see art, whether it has boobies in them or not. Yeah, Boobie. and why is that so damaging? Yeah, why like, is that? So- I'm sorry, a, a breast in an art exhibit is not the same as letting somebody that, watch a, 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 uh, this a, a is, pornography. Yeah. It's, it's not It's not, not the same. No. It's not the same. Nope. It's not. It, the it's, female if form, anything, it's raising it up. The female form right, in, is beautiful. Into an artistic form. Exactly. So why is that? So, it's almost, this isn't necessarily the same vein really, but it's almost the male misogynistic form. a little bit Do to you cover think, up the boobies. And the male form it? is just hot garbage. Yeah. <laughs> Let's. Do you think that? Um, do you think that some of? It doesn't seem to be a global thing. Do you think that some of our uh, American uptightness comes from our Puritan background? Yes, it could very well be. Yeah, absolutely. 
Because sure. in Europe, they don't have the problems yeah. that we have with, with nudity and well, with sexuality most, in general. And, and, and even, like, alcohol. Alcohol. Like, they will allow their children a glass of wine with yeah. dinner. Yeah. So how much of it is our, is is just our our ultra Puritan roots? Um, I am no Quaker. Oh. Were you were you born with shorts and a t shirt on? <laughs> no, I but wasn't. I, but going through my family lineage, um, we were Quakers. Actually, um, uh, all of my ancestors from they came over with William Penn, uh, Joshua Clayton. One of my ancestors wrote some of the first <clears throat> laws in Philadelphia. Well, um, we are not living up to that standard. Exactly. What what <laughs> happened? Um, but the bigger point is, is that um, I, I think that I think that a lot of our uptightness comes from our Puritan roots, and I and I don't necessarily agree with it. I think that the more we expose our children to, I'm not saying that you should sign your kid up for Pornhub. No, but but. <laughs> expose them to art being expose overprotective them. you create yeah. a person who can't actually they can't, they can't handle function. they can't yeah because they're gonna get out in the real world and that stuff's there you it's, can't it's you're like not, it's like the parents showing that are it constantly to cleaning everything yeah. with antibacterial oh. wipes and then they wonder why their kid and they wonder why sick. your kid gets sick because he's going outside where there's germs, germs. and you he hasn't been as, exposed no to any you've you've it's the same exact thing it's the same thing yeah yep, absolutely so i mean how much of the onus don't don't shelter your children show them how to deal with things how yeah, much absolutely. of the onus I, I, let, let's put it this way I think the government should stay out of my parenting and allow me to decide what's appropriate for my child at what age. Exactly. And, and every child's going to be different because every child has a different maturity level. That's right. Yeah. Like, I don't let my, like, the worst game I let my son play is uh, probably Halo. But, and it has some blood. That's, yeah. Well, and, and, but it's But not, it's alien blood. It's, it's alien blood. <laughs> yep. And, you know, my son's 12 years old. He is high-functioning autistic, but he understands if I hit somebody in the face with a baseball bat or shoot them with a gun, that's they're my litmus not, test. They're not coming back. That's my litmus test. Is I under my my child understands the gravity of life, and and the sanctity of which. And I let him play some games. You know, honestly, that I probably shouldn't. But he has the capacity, in my opinion, to handle that kind of stuff and be able to make the decision. You know, I understand that this is fantasy, and that if I were to try and do this in real life, it, it would it would hurt people, and right. it would be evil. And you know, I I played much more mature games oh. at my age or at his age. The original than, Mortal than he Kombat. Did. Yeah, I had Mortal Kombat, and I'm not going out, you know, ripping people's spines out of their nope. shoulders. Our parents and, and, grew yeah, up I, I on played, Looney Tunes. I played but, hundreds of hours of Grand Theft Auto. I'm not running a drug that I ring. I do kind of come from a place of bias because I don't have these violent tendencies and stuff. It's impossible for me to say for sure that video games don't have any kind of effect on uh, this particular person. Well, but that's the thing. Every brain is different. It's dishonest to say that they do because it's impossible to prove exactly. that they do. You're making and, an unfalsifiable claim. And, all right, so... It goes back to the whole correlation and causation. Sure. Uh, there's a YouTube channel that I watch, uh, Game Theories. Uh, I watched a nice video on the way over here about he did he did some research on video game violence and its effects on uh, particularly gun violence. Uh, and I think he said it was between 1949 and 1989, uh, the United States averaged one mass shooting every five years. And now, uh, between then 
and current date we're averaging I think he said like 5.9 mass shootings per year and of of the last I think they said of the last 19 mass shootings there were only four of them had noteworthy gaming habits well there you go so there's no there's that would imply a negative negative correlation correlation, almost right now one of the people that were caught said that you know playing call of duty and all this stuff in you know and it does it's already been scientifically proven that playing video games improves your reactions yeah it does it yeah so in but that, that to me that that's sense, a that's still to a me stretch. that's a positive thing just because okay you you're taking some taking you're just improving their abilities in general not necessarily like just because I'm really good at Call of Duty or Halo doesn't mean Makes that me I shoot a gun people. really yeah. well you know no, they're two not. they're two no. different things now one they their the skill set sort of crosses over but it is as you said a leap to say that doing one enhances the other necessarily. I am Playing Guitar Hero doesn't make make me an amazing guitarist. To that point, though, I consider myself a pretty good marksman. I'm good with my guns. I'm I'm really, Mm -hmm. you know, above average with my guns. I can't play a first-person shooter to save my life. I'm the the guy that spawns The two have very little to do with one another. Yeah. Firearm marksmanship, but in in a game, I'm I'm much better. Yeah, I cannot play a first person shooter to save <laughs> but my I, life. I but play, I play you get me there in real life, I'm gonna fuck some shit up. I play mouse and keyboard. Yeah, but you're, yeah, but the, it doesn't. the The problem is, if somebody wants to kill, they'll find a way. And we talked about yep. this before, right? And, and you, you don't have to have a gun to do that. Exactly. They've been they've been killing each other well, since we started. I mean, it, one for a you long know, time. I know this is segueing into the whole gun control thing, but you know. They talk about, well, gun crime in uh, you know, the United Kingdom is way down. I'm like, well, yeah, because you took the guns. They don't yeah, have any. They just but don't have look, the guns. Look at what crime is way up. Yeah. yeah. Knife crime. Knife crime. It's yeah. out of control. Throwing, of, throwing acid control. in each other's yep. faces, yep. which is absolutely insane. Of, of course, you know, people will make the argument, well, you, you know, that's one less person that was killed by a gun. Sure, that's great. Yeah. I'm not saying that that's a bad thing, but Would of course you, your mean, gun crime's down when you take all the guns away. But how many people be, how many people became victims because they didn't have a firearm? Where's the t- statistics on that? Because right. in the United States... Well, that you can't even... In the United how do you States, show that? It's you like, you, well, you can. Uh, there's there's, there's uh, statistics on... Uh, because every every crime has to be reported, even if even if somebody defends themselves against a burglary. So uh, I think the the number is uh, I don't want to say because I'll just be speculating. But it's it's a large it's a larger proportion of people that are saved by guns by twenty times that are killed by guns. Gun crime in this country, I think uh, I think the not me. The the number that everybody throws around is like forty thousand people a year die um, from gun violence in this country. Now that's that includes suicide, that includes gang violence, that includes the guy that that has a bad day and and kills his girlfriend, that includes all any, any kind of firearm crime. Three hundred thousand, I think, is the number of people that are saved uh, every year by using their firearm in defense. So. You look at countries that have taken the guns away from people, it is far more difficult to defend yourself with a knife than it is to defend yourself with a firearm. I'd like to see the numbers in the UK and Australia of the people that have 
the increase of people that have fallen victim to crime because they no longer have a gun to defend themselves. I forget how many millions of uh, weapons they said are still technically unaccounted oh, for. Oh, yeah, like, I think the number is, like, I think, around I don't think rounding again. it was again. quite 2 million, It's, like, 1.4. It was 1.4 million or something, no, but they didn't get that. back. It was higher than that. So it's, like... Vastly outweighs that, the number yeah, that were turned in. Is it, is it worth the risk? Is it worth the time? I don't think it is. You, you, you know, I I'm a big gun guy. I love my guns. I think for, for for it's and it's not just a not just a oh I've got to save myself from a tyrannical government. That's the <laughs> basis of why I have my guns. But they're fun. They're fun. You know. And well, lot, you're just a, a gun people, nut. A lot of people just have a hard time admitting that. Yeah. And they're I'm like, fun. What like, that guns are fun. Yeah. I I don't own a gun. I would be lying to you if I said I didn't have fun when I went out into the Vegas desert just a couple of weeks ago and shot an AR-15. Fuck yeah. It's, it's fun. <laughs> like, it doesn't have to be all about murder, 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 yeah, murder. Yeah, no. <laughs> like, it's, it's a, it is a sport. 98% of the people that, that own, I'll, I'll even say further, 99% of the people that own an AR-15 are never going to use that for anything violent. Yeah, not even I would and say, even as a recreational activity, it's not even that it's it's OK, it's loud. That's one complaint you could have against boo. it. It's slightly wasteful. <laughs> but what isn't everything yeah. we do is wasteful. It's actually more efficient than your than your larger like deer rifle cartridges because it's uh, an AR-15. Well, just a gun, just shooting a gun in general. It's 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 a glorified 22. You, you go you, you drive somewhere, you go it's to a, a gun range, up. you shoot yeah, your it's gun. Just a, it's a it's a roided up 22. Yeah. And people don't realize the the what's that the, lady? For, the forty-five handgun that I shot oh. kicked harder than the oh. AR. Oh, that's would, a big boy. Yeah, yeah. I, it, it hurt my hands. Yeah, yeah, that's, and that's a will. that's yeah, a big that's boy. A, that's a lot of that's a lot of. You got to have a lot of forearm strength yeah. to be able to deal with. What was it? Well, I am married. Who's the who's the <laughs> senator from Georgia that <laughs> that um, the African American lady that that's always given Trump a hard time. Uh, yep. <laughs> I can't think of her, but she she was in a she was in a press conference and she said, "I uh, held uh, an AR-15 African and it was as heavy Trump as ten moving time. boxes. What? And it shot a cartridge of a fifty caliber. You uh, are. I'm like you have lying. no idea what, what you are talking about. What kind of modified gun yeah, were you That is not an AR-15. I tell you this: your AR-15 that is an Arctic warfare out on the set of Rambo. <laughs> what what are you doing here? That's like, not... Give me my gun back, Adrian. Yeah. First off, why would you want a gun that's as heavy as ten? Yeah, moving she's boxes? she's saying. And why would you want a gun where you're gonna have to like if you shoot the guy? She's arguing your against house, her. Point. You're gonna have to go do drywall. Yeah, yeah. she's arguing against her point yeah. because she's talking about the most unwieldy gun <laughs> that you couldn't even use to defend your security. No. <gasps> yeah, like the point. The point. The bigger point is, is though. Is the people that adver- advocate for oh, there's a burglar. Let me go guns. get the forklift so I can get my gun. <laughs> they have the least amount of of firearm knowledge. The ones that are the the people that are saying, "Oh, we should ban the AR-15, the AK-47." Yeah. they're usually the people that have no idea. Yeah, it comes down to education. Between... I, I have no problem admitting that I don't know a lot about guns. Yeah, if you if you can't tell me the difference between a clip and a magazine, shut up. Shut up. Fair. Yep. Yep. 
because they're I not mean, interchangeable. That's, they're not. I mean, I don't know much about guns, but I know that a clip. They just, sort for of those serve that don't the same know, purpose. But... A magazine is an enclosure that holds holds. Um, yeah, that that's what everybody. When everybody says a clip. They, they mean, mean a magazine. A magazine. Yeah, the yeah. thing that you attach to the front of an AK. A clip is exactly what it sounds like. It's a clip where the bullets are clipped together. Mm-hmm. In, in like uh, when you see Rambo with the with the bullets that are the going, bandolier the that's yeah. going around his chest. That's a clip of bullets. It yeah. goes into a chain. It's, it's, yes. like, a, it's a, like a it's chain, chain fed. Yeah. Yeah. Or it, it doesn't necessarily have to be chain fed, but they're clipped together. The bullets are not enclosed. Yeah. And you just, it sort yeah. of is used the same way. You insert the, either you attach the clip or it feeds in, or you insert the whole thing into the weapon. But they're, yeah, they're not the same and people don't, yeah. yeah. And people that don't know the difference between a, a foregrip and a hand grip. You know, these are simple terms that, that, you know, people that, that use firearms know. And if, and if you don't even know those basics, you obviously haven't done the research enough to know what you're talking about. And yeah. And your opinion almost becomes irrelevant because you're not, it's, you're totally uninformed. You're completely uninformed and you're trying to, that'd be like me saying, uh, you know, Cars are bad because drunk drivers drive with cars, so everybody should not be allowed to have a car. Spoons make people fat. There you go. Pencils my, my make pencil spelling is mistakes. responsible for spelling errors. Yeah, oversimplifications. But... So you know, A does not necessarily constitute B, and B does not necessarily equal C. And and I think that that's the bigger point. Is the biggest thing that's frustrating to me is when somebody doesn't know what the heck they're talking about, but yet they want to take my right away, even though they have no idea what they're talking about. Just because it's something that they personally would not engage in, because they don't understand. Be allowed to. I don't understand nuclear fission. (laughs) I don't. I don't try to build bombs in my backyard. I don't understand it. You know, it's. It, I don't try to. I don't try to dictate other people learning physics, just because I don't understand string theory. You know, I. I just. It. It doesn't. Well, I don't know that anybody really understands. Does, does anybody really understand? If you think theory? you know, think if you think you understand quantum physics, I'd love to get Neil deGrasse Tyson. Neil, if you're out there and you're listening, uh, <laughs> contact us on Black Facebook. Science Man. <laughs> Black please. Science Man. Oh my God, I love those memes. <laughs> I would love, I would love to have someone. They don't like think him. it'd be like it is, but, but it do. is. <laughs> so I, I think, I think I we're all in agreement that. The closet. <laughs> I, I think we're all in agreement that the, that personal responsibility is is something that is s- just slipping away from us. Uh, and, yeah, and it's everybody else's responsibility. Every, it's everybody else's to responsibility to make me comfortable, and everybody yeah. else's responsibility to do what I like. And do do what I believe, and and I'm I'm personally I don't know how you guys feel, but I'm getting sick and tired of, of constantly being being the bad guy. Um, you know, I'm sure that there's there's you know with with uh, your Trump your Trump hating friends Jesse that you catch a lot of flack just for being just for being reasonable. Yeah, and and uh, you know. I can say from my experience, I don't get a whole lot of flack from Trump supporters f- for for agreeing with, but I have gotten, like if I if I say, 
my, my biggest argument is, is I don't think Obama hates the United States when he was president. I don't think he was trying to do things to undermine. I don't agree with everything he did. In fact, I hated most of what he did, but I believe that he was doing what he thought was in the best interest of the country. Yeah. I don't believe that he was purposefully trying to do bad things. I get flack for saying that. Well, because that, that's, that's yeah. the problem. People lean yeah. too far on one side. But, and, uh... and, and, and I think that's the bigger point of this podcast is that we're trying to demonstrate that we can disagree on a whole. Uh, some things we, we disagree with completely. Uh, other things we've, we've, even in this podcast, we've already found middle ground on, on, on a lot of different issues. Yeah, you know, you, you can sit on other opposite sides of the aisle, but we're really all here for the same end. Yeah. We just have different ways of going about it. And there's a lot of crossover with what we believe and you yeah. know what we we can agree on a lot of the list of things that we agree on is so much longer than the list things of things we disagree, we disagree on, on. And we it's focus just too the hard. only reason that those things are so significant is because they're they're hot button exactly they are, they are. and they're there it's divisive and there's things that are uncomfortable to talk about but unless we you know take ourselves out of the comfort of our cocoon we'll never become a butterfly as a country we can't be sure. wrapped up in this in this safe space all the time, and what we do is we 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 retreat to our corners, and we never have we never come to the center to have the battle over over what what really needs to be done. Yeah. When you, if you have a boxing match and they just stayed in their corners all the time and never came to the center, do any good. It, and, and yeah. the whole point of having bipartisan conversations in general is to come to a, a reasonable compromise. Yeah, find a compromise, yeah. something that works for everybody. We will all be better off. But if I just look out for me you, and you're worse off, really, I'm worse off too because now I've I've lost a you, friend you, and I've lost resources. You yeah. have to give to get back. That's right. Yeah. And I think and I we think Congress so needs to Congress is the biggest example of where we are in this country because all they want to do is take. They just want to have the win is the point that I was going to go with. It doesn't you know if the they you could have two identical bills. One one written by a Republican and one written by a Democrat. The Democrats will not vote for the Republican bill and the Republicans will not vote for the Democrat bill. They could be the same words but because this one's sponsored by Republicans or this one's sponsored by Democrats, the other side doesn't vote for it just because... It's like, no, you're blue, I'm red. Yeah, they'd be giving up the win. I want to be the one that said, I created this Yeah, and this isn't law. that kind of childish? Like, you, you, should really be, you should really be worried well, it, about it, the content I mean, of it, not who wrote it. Yeah. Because... At that and point, I think that's what's why you push bipartisanism. Yeah. Because you yeah. want... I think what's happening is because of... So if I'm... if Let's say I'm a Democrat and you're a Republican and you write a bill... I assume that you have other intentions than what's in the bill. I assume you're trying to accomplish something that's not in there secretly. You're playing 4D chess. And if I, <laughs> if I vote for this, now I'm giving you something that I didn't realize. And I think that's what they're scared of. I think and, and it's sort of uh, we're all so scared of each other's intentions. Is, is Donald Trump a genius or a buffoon? Yes. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. Exactly. Because they argue 100%. in the same sentence, they'll say, oh, my God, he's such an idiot the way he does things. Yeah. But then they'll give him credit. They'll for give being him some, so much intellectual credit. Oh, he's maybe been not weaseling, realizing it. He's been. So, yeah. OK. This thing. And yeah. it's not just him. The right says this about Nancy Pelosi. I left. think Trump's the best example. He is the best. example. Absolutely. Because, yeah, they want to call him an idiot and discredit him. 
but on the same in the same conversation they'll talk about how powerful he is and how he's got all of these people and all these connections and, and this how, house of cards that yes absolutely say, say what you want about trump he he does command like his whole basis is strength he doesn't want to look weak and that is acceptable. It's also it's also a weakness for him. It can it be because yeah. he he you know he he uh, I I too much. I my wife and I were talking about this, and she actually wasn't like you know just ripping on him. She goes, she's like, I think he has a problem. He's like, he all, he always has to have like the biggest, the bestest, the the most. And, and sure, you can look at basic things where he's like, oh, it's the biggest crowd ever. And like, no, sorry, your inauguration crowd was not the biggest ever. It wasn't. It's clear. He speaks in hyperbole. All the time. Yeah, I, I would. Yeah, I would be more comfortable with Donald Trump if they took his phone away. See, a lot now, of people said that if they just, just if he just stayed off thing. of Twitter. I go back right? to the same argument. Well, and <laughs> any politician. I would rather. Yeah, have, it's a little inappropriate. I would rather have a direct line to his absurd thoughts. <laughs> well, yeah, because then, you, then so? you then you always know then what you he's know thinking. Where he is, yeah. Because agree or disagree, he's volatile. Yep. Yep. And, yeah. And and I'll you know I'll give you that, but that's that's what I absolutely love. I'll be honest, that's what I love. <laughs> I, you I, love I, the I think piss he's and a, I think he's a bit too much for my liking. A bit too much knee jerk reaction he, to things. Uh, uh, yeah, he I is can, very reactive. Yeah, I can say I, I like honestly, proactivity being, I, but I love the brash. I want I, I want to like the guy because he's the president. Sometimes he makes it hard. Yeah, I I would I really his, like to like him, but I, I don't think I would hang out with attitude. him. Yep, I love, I love that. that, and I love that it. I, oh, the way that he sanctions other nations and yeah. he puts tariffs up. Yep. Oh, oh, you're done. <laughs> okay, you don't want to do this. Crash your economy. Yeah, <laughs> and then they back off. Yeah, they and do. he gets what and he, he wins. wants. He wins. You can't Globally, say that he doesn't. He you know, you can disagree with why he's doing it or what he's doing but you cannot argue that the man doesn't win the whole yeah and the whole north korea thing is an example maybe what he wants is wrong but he gets it little little kim he 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 does he's still he's he's still trying to act like he's got clout in the world but he, kim's got nothing trump trump took trump his legs right out him right out from too. underneath him he was giving him so much praise yep and <clears throat> I, don't get me wrong. I still think that Kim is dangerous, and I still think that he's a threat to the world. I, I think it's important that we have to have dialogue with that country, whether yes. you whether you agree with the way you he can't went just about isolate them. Well, yeah, they say no, keep you, your you, friends close you, and your you enemies close. You, you isolate them, and you're just making the problem it, worse. It is, yeah, it is because Kim has little man syndrome, worse than Napoleon, worse than Trump. In is it as bad as his father though? I, I think he's worse. I would than say Kim worse. Jong, Kim Jong Il. I mean, how how many of his family members has he already killed? Oh yeah, with like anti aircraft guns and stuff too. I mean, he's like he, he insane. Had his, he had his brother assassinated with poison. Yeah, he so. he literally one of his generals disrespected him. It wasn't even like an egregious thing, and he shot him in the head with an anti aircraft gun. Just oh. blew his body to pieces. Yeah, one guy, uh, like an executive, an official, uh, just happened to doze off for a minute, executed. So he's a madman. So everybody out there, think of uh, how good we actually have it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we all could have people, a lot worse. All those Trump. people I know, that I know. call Trump a Nazi, they want to study Nazis. Yeah, I don't know about you, Nazis. but I don't, want, I don't want state-approved haircuts. For one, <laughs> for one, I don't have enough hair. Yeah. 
Yeah, you I'm, never on make it. I'm on that boat. I'm on that. I, I wouldn't kill it on that alone. I don't have enough. Unless they want to, unless they want to style my beard that way and just call me upside down head. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know, but say what you want about Trump, he wins. I, I, I don't dis- or I, I don't agree with everything he does. I don't agree with everything he says, but I, I love, I, I absolutely love the unfiltered. I love having a president that's unfiltered. He's not a politician. I love that he doesn't apologize to the world for America being America. No, and he shouldn't. He shouldn't. We, what I, the, the biggest thing that I, one of the biggest things I hated about Obama was when oh, he apologized yeah. to Japan. Sure. For, for dropping the nuclear bombs. Like if that's any. Did of they his, apologize for Pearl Harbor? Did, exactly. No. Exactly. If if we wouldn't have, well, and I, I knew a Japanese guy once. It's just a real quick story. An old Japanese guy when I when I, when we were in college, um, I can't remember where we were. I was at one of the restaurants and and I just happened to be eating lunch and he came up and talked to me and we we had a conversation. Just this old Japanese guy, and I said, you know. We, we got to talking about World War II, and I said to him, I said, you know, I'm, I'm really sorry that, um, you know, things had to happen the way that they happened. I didn't apologize for what we did. I just, you know, I'm, I, really, I really wish things could have gone a different way. And well, he, yeah, who would want something like he that He got real serious with me, and he looked me dead in the eye, and almost, you could tell the emotion in his face. And he says to me, he says, don't ever apologize for what the United States did to Japan. We would have never stopped. They would have. They would have gone to every last man until the United States was gone. destroyed, or they were. They were. So he says, "Don't ever apologize because the atrocity, the atrocities that the Japanese emperor and the government of Japan did at those times was far worse, and would have been would have been even even more. more. I think more Japanese would have died than the bombs killed. Yes." So he says, don't ever apologize because what the United States did saved the world. Because you... It was a full stop. It had to, yes. They had to, the reason And, and the proof that is, in that is it, we dropped one and they didn't they said, stop. Yep, they're like, all right. That know, must good. be the only one. There's no way they've yep. got another one of those. And then we did. One. And then they're like, oh, crap. Oh, so they can just do this forever. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, they surrendered out of self-interest, obviously, but... That's it's the, got the job done. That's what and war, the, a war well, that, has that, to that end. brought back their uh, self-preservation. Yes. Yeah. And they said, okay, if we want to be a thing, <laughs> we need to stop <laughs> because stop. we are really poking a bear right and, now. And if you think about it now, we have a fantastic relationship, relationship with Japan. They learned. Today, yeah. And we learned. We Well, yeah, we, this is not something we would ever want to repeat. No, no. no. And no. For, for different reasons now, but... We didn't want to do it then. You oh know, no, Truman! Truman. He took uh, a lot of help. He, he, his words were, you know, may our may our children forgive us or whatever. Whatever his yeah, words yeah. were, it was a truly horrible thing to have but done. What else would he have done? Well, yeah, exactly. What would have happened had that not? So he, so, yeah. The bigger point is, is when when, Ob- when Obama apologized for that, he essentially negated the sacrifice of not only the American soldiers that had to go through everything in, in the Pacific, uh, whatever they call that. Yeah, and... And the Pacific Theater. And... Um, <clears throat> bigger point, I just lost it. Um, 
Oh, Ooh. not only the American lives that were lost in the Pacific Theater, but it, it also insults the Japanese that had to lose their lives. Um, yeah. The civilians that died in and those w- bombs. And what business does he even have talking about something that he wasn't even alive for? He wasn't for. even alive for. He didn't have to make those decisions. So that no. that's what ticked me off about Obama. And the Assuming fact that we no better. longer apologize to the world for being, in my opinion, the greatest civilization nation that ever is was or ever will be we shouldn't apologize for that because we are the great light hope we're 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 the last beacon of freedom for humanity there's nowhere else in the world where people are still free i mean you can not to the degree not to the degree that we are i mean you can say the uk but in the uk i mean they're pretty free in the uk but you can't have guns and there's no free speech they don't really have due process they don't really have due process you can say australia but the same argument yeah they restricted the firearms and you don't have free speech and then you have like places like canada and germany where you can't even call somebody by the wrong pronoun before you're thrown in jail yeah you can't that's restricted speech america is the last great hope for humanity and and I and it upsets me that we're we're so close to I guess we're not really close. We're not that close, but just the but the we're not that far. Are, not people that are far. talking about we're it, teetering. and that's too close. We're teetering, yeah. and and mark my words, if if and when the Second Amendment ever is scrapped or nullified, that's Civil the war. end of our country. There will be civil war. That's the yeah. end of America in its current form. And I and I don't even think that you can certain. call it civil war. It would be revolution at that point because the the existing government would would no longer either they either they quash the rebellion and it's a civil war or the the rebellion wins and it's a revolution. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't want it. I really don't want it to get to that point. Something but, something, Death Star. Yeah, that's right. I really don't want it to get to that point, but if but if somebody doesn't hit the brakes, um, and 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 if we don't start talking uh, to people like human beings, and not dehumanizing the other side because of what they think, that revolution is going to come a lot quicker than any of us want it to. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a good place. Yeah, I think, I think that's, that's a, a good place. That's, a good that's point a good to stop. Round. Yeah chocolatey end yep and we always come back to that point as long as it's not like the hershey kiss with the broken tip (laughs) that's right so the bigger point is is we all love america every every single one of us here whether you're on the right you're in the middle or you're on the left we're all in this together every every one of us should want this experiment and democracy to win um well we're not even a democracy we're a republic but that's a that's a discussion for another time (laughs) yeah it's different um not a I, I really hope that that the the folks that listen um, on the other end of this podcast are 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 grasping you know the truth of what we're trying to do here. We're trying to make an example that you don't have to be enemies when we're living in the same nation. And you know, just because I'm not a Trump supporter doesn't mean I want him to fail. You shouldn't, yeah, because if he fails, because if Trump fails, fails, really, we fail. We fail yeah, exactly. as a collective. And yeah. the same thing with Obama. I didn't. I didn't like Obama, uh, not as a person. I didn't like his policies and things like that. But boy, I, I didn't want him to fail. I hoped that he succeeded in everything that he did because him succeeding means I succeed. Exactly. And and I you know I want Trump to succeed on the world stage uh, because that brings America to a better place. Yeah. And while I, I I do believe that America has its responsibilities across the world. 
we should also worry about our responsibilities at home yeah, you and have try to, to balance. If you don't take care of yourself, what good are you, you, you to help anybody else anyway? So to wrap it up, um, we got a lot coming up in the next show. Um, we don't know how many members we're going to have, but, but we're, I'll be here. we're going to, we're going to try and do this every week, um, until we get to the point where we can do it more often. Um, but, uh, again, uh, with the donations, we realized, uh, I didn't, I wasn't aware of this, but with Patreon, um, you can't just do one-time donations. You have to do, it's a, like a, recurring... it's a, it's an automatic monthly Oh, monthly really? things. So yeah, you, like there, there's different tiers. There's like a, I think there's like a two dollar tier, yeah, five dollar yeah, one dollar tier. tier and yeah. You, you we pay can... as much as you want per month, but you can't do just one one time donations. So, if you want to do the Patreon thing, um, go go ahead, um, Patreon.com, yeah. uh, Patreon.com forward slash Between the Lines Podcast. We we could set up a, a PayPal, PayPal, yeah, or I'm going to do that. Others. I'm thinking a GoFundMe. Sure. Um, I'm, I'm, I, I think a PayPal would be more appropriate. Yeah, p- GoFundMe takes, so well, takes pay, a certain pay, percentage. Well, PayPal will take a certain percentage, a too. a Bitcoin but, wallet? Give people a Bitcoin address? I don't know. I, <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe it's just because I feel like GoFundMe has to have like a specific calls one of yeah, we do go we're, yeah, yeah, we, we do but, but, but i mean I, I, get, I get what you're saying we're gonna we're gonna work it out anyway yeah for we'll those, figure out some way for you to hand over your it sweet, was brought sweet to our cash. attention that people want to donate but they don't want automatic payments taken out every month right so. and well didn't we uh we touched on the subject that uh, for like patreon members and people that donate they could uh help suggest topics for us oh to sure if you yeah if you donate to if you donate to the show um, and and you want a certain topic to be to be discussed on the podcast, obviously because you're helping contribute to the podcast existing, um, we're definitely going to get your content on there. Yeah. Um, so you, to some extent, you become a shareholder. You, now. you do. You're, you you you're have in influence on what and, you hear. Yeah. So. Uh, I don't think it'd be reasonable to uh, you know kind of like how they do on Star Talk when they do cosmic queries, like when they ask their questions, give them oh. give them their. Uh, Get their question answered, but also name and which platform they're responding Yeah, and that's from. why I gave a shout out to to Carolyn Clayton and Bill Santo at the beginning of the show because I wanna I wanna give credit to those that are helping us out because it, it it you know people need to know um, you know that that uh, there's good folks out there that want to hear this content and and that think that we're we're doing a good job. And, uh, you know, we appreciate that. And as much as you guys appreciate hearing our content, we appreciate you guys listening to it. So um, one thing that we didn't touch on, we wanted to do the new segment. Uh, we want to do tech, tick, tech tip of the week um, because all of us here are in IT. I've got one. Microsoft will never call you. Yeah, that's, that's, exactly. that's a great one to start Windows with. Windows doesn't call you. Windows doesn't care about you. Apple, oh no, very little. Microsoft does not Apple care. Especially. Once, yeah, especially. Apple won't yeah, call Apple you. Apple really doesn't care they about really you. They really don't want to have anything they to have do your with money, you. Just get your MacBook so, and get out. If you get an email from from, from Microsoft just saying... Just click this just, link to log yep, in to your Dropbox. Don't do it. If you get a call saying uh, Microsoft wants to help you do updates to your computer, hang up the phone. Yeah, especially if the guy, you know, I don't want to sound racist, but if he doesn't sound 
American, if English is yes. maybe not his first not language. Not his first language. Be um, and he wants to log into your computer, so just click this link and enter your credentials here, and uh, yep. you know, Be let suspicious. me let me take control so I can download the software and yeah. you know, sort yeah. of help get out here to get the viruses off your computer. When in fact he's putting them on. He's putting yes. viruses on your computer. Happens every day, and, and it's unfortunate. He's encrypting your files, and he's going to delete them if you don't pay him a thousand dollars to right now today. And this is this is this is pretty much all companies. I can't think of one IT related company that is actively calling people. Yeah, proactively calling people. Yeah, they don't care. Absolutely Once you buy their not. project product, at most, unless you call support, yeah, they don't care. They don't want to hear from you. That's re- that's you. resources that they. Why would they do that? Yeah. And that's just not going to happen. I would, the, the at time, most, you might get an email saying, "Hey, your subscription needs to be renewed." Yeah, exactly. Or, or hey, say, or if there, like we had some trouble with an update, and we want to apologize. Or you know, or which if has you're been happening with Microsoft a if lot. If you're in their collections <laughs> recently, department, but, you might get a phone call. Yeah, but to that point, yeah, collections are going to call you, but. Collections no, is not going to connect to your IT is not going to call. It's very extru- exceedingly so, rare. And this is this goes for all tech companies. Norton, uh, you know, QuickBooks, McAfee. McAfee. Yeah, they're none of them are going to call you. So if you get a call from a tech company, it's a scam. Hang up. If they call back, hang up. If you really are worried that your computer has problems, call your local call IT. Call your local. Call yeah. your local Best Buy. Call your local. Yep. Uh, you ask know. your nephew. Ask your, ask your grandchildren. Yeah. yeah. Ask your grandkids. Hey, this guy called me and he said he was from Windows. The, the Windows is not is, a company. Nope. He's if lying to you. If it sets off the hairs on the back of your neck, <laughs> it's probably not legitimate. So tech tip of the week, Microsoft does not care about you. <laughs> so uh, that's a good place to wrap up. Again, I want to men- uh, mention the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash between the lines podcast. If you do want to uh, sign up for the monthly subscription, patrons will get to the front of the line. Uh, for the people that want to make subscriptions to the podcast, as well as those that donate to other um, other forums, uh, we'll try to get something up on the Facebook page once we once we figure out how direct donations can be made. Uh, you could find us on Facebook.com uh, at PA Between the Lines. Um, so Facebook.com forward slash PA Between the Lines. Um, our our Twitter is at the BTL. Podcast? Am I correct on that one? At the BTL show? I don't believe that if I'm qualified to confirm or deny. Uh, Remember, that up. we're very these, professional. One of these days I'm going to have all this stuff memorized. Why don't we, we ought to just print it out and put it up we on the should. wall. <laughs> we really should. That's a great idea. It is at the BTL podcast uh, on Twitter. Um, so you can follow us there uh, on Facebook. Just whatever you do, we're going to put these episodes out. Share them. Share, share, share. Tell your friends. Tell people you don't like. Go door to door. Ring on doorbells. <laughs> yeah. Tell your tell your neighbors. Tell your friends. Tell your grandmother. Hello. Tell people you don't know. Tell people you meet in line at the grocery store. Your cashier, <laughs> the guy that takes your order at uh, the your local if you, pizza if joint. If you have a parrot, make sure yep. that to tell order it so he order can it at the drive-through in McDonald's. That's right. Tell as many people as you can because we need the publicity. We need our name to go out there because it's really expensive to advertise. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so um, again, patreon.com forward slash between the lines podcast on Facebook. Facebook.com forward slash at PA between the lines on Twitter at uh, the BTL podcast. Anything else? 
No, I think we're good. I think, yeah, I think we wrapped it up. All right. Have a good one.